And welcome back to Steel Stadium. We're wrapping up things on the pregame show sponsored by School City of Mishawaka with Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. We heard from the two head coaches. The two teams have returned from the locker rooms on their final mission. As far as instructions, pregame hype, and, uh, well, I don't think anyone needs a special hype speech here tonight. you got two 10-1 teams, number one Snyder, number four Mishawaka. Cavemen on the home turf certainly want to want to protect the home field, get their first win in school's history against Fort Wayne Snyder. We are looking for a great one. So welcome one and all here. Greetings to one and all. 96-1 the ton. You're home for Mishawaka Caveman football, and we are ready for action. Fans of huddled close because the crisp autumn conditions certainly make it feel like football. Mishawaka will get the football. Matt, what did the coin toss tell us? Well, the coin toss, Mishawaka won the toss and they elected to get the football to start. So They want the ball. They want to play keep right. away from this Snyder club. Now, Nick Talabens, he is a very good kicker. Will sail it high, sail it deep, back at the two, back at the one, and it will be picked up, bobbled by Chance Hardy, and then he'll bring it out of a pile around the five up to the six-yard line. That was an absolute perfect kick by Telemans. Yeah, he bounced it right at the four or five. Chaz Hardy was hoping that would bounce in the end zone, and it just took a couple high hops, and it didn't go in the end zone, so he had to pick it up, and he got it out to, it looks like, the seven-yard line. Actually, Telemantes, my apologies on the pronunciation, but we are underway. So Mishawaka with the football first. They will go on offense, a club that has put 377 points on the board this year, netting 4,229 yards offensively, 3,700 of those on the ground. Brady Fisher, quarterback, turns, no surprise, gives to the fullback, and a blast right up the gut past the 10, up to around the 11-yard line, a pickup of about four. On first down, we are just underway. The Cavemen up front starting an all-senior offensive line tonight with the injury to Matthew Willis. Garrett Ginter is at center. Tanner Parmalee, Dawson Nowacki, Cole Chalberg, and Chris Gronkowski make up the starting five. They are the men in the trenches for Mishawaka facing second and six. They'll fake the pitch, hand off again, full back way past the 15, push, pushing forward to the 16-yard line. And again, Chase Gooden with his second carry of the ball game. He will come very close to a K-man first down. They're going to say he was stopped about, about a yard shy. So third down and one. We're just about a minute into this contest. Well, and this is what they talked about in that pregame interview you were talking about can't give Mishawaka three, four, five yards a play. And right now, two plays in. I know it's early, but this is what the Cavemen want. couple plays up the middle. You get good and going. That opens up everything else in your playbook. Hardy fakes the motion inside handoff on a little dive play. It will go Chase Gooden's way, and he will get the first down yard needed and a whole bunch more out to the 24-yard line. A pickup of about eight. Great great look right there. And uh, one thing that Keith Kinder mentioned in the pregame, a lot of new wrinkles as far as formation are concerned. And when I overheard some Snyder conversation uh, in pregame down here on the uh, practice field behind the stadium, they talked about watching the formations, knowing your assignments, being disciplined. So certainly some big keys for Snyder defensively. Handoff, blast off, right tackle. They'll surge forward from the line of scrimmage, the 24 to the 30. Gate of six on first down. Each first down tonight brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. That carry on first down, good for six. Second and four at 10-10 here, first quarter. Cavemen on the march on the opening possession. Last week at Concord was the first week we haven't in a while seen Gooden go off hurt. 
He really didn't go off hurt. He had some cramps last week, but he wasn't injured. And right now, that, that's clear. They're saying he's healthy enough to get these carries. He's got every play so far for the caveman. Ace Troyer split end to the near left-hand side. Bean Smith fakes the motion. Now they'll hand off. It is Chase Good that he was one. Oh, one boy. tackle away from breaking it for the pay dirt. Instead, past the 35, tripped up at the 37-yard line where his knee went down, but not before another Mishawaka first down. And, of course, our first down is brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. So, Brady Fisher and company, the caveman offense going to work, looking very impressive here in this first two and a half minutes of football. And it wasn't just one tackle. It was a, a foot tackle. It was barely getting a hold of that ankle and getting Gooden down there. So, good run by Gooden, and he, again, keeps getting every carry so far for the caveman. Two wings. That is Hardy in motion. Toss sweep left with a couple blockers out front. Hardy will cut back towards the middle. Dive forward past the 40 to about the 41-yard line. A very hard-earned gain of three. Yeah, pretty much every run by these backs are going to be hard-earned. They're, they're running a lot sideways in those motions and stuff, and then they try to cut it upfield. And he's able to get a few yards to keep you ahead of the stick second and set. This Panther defense from Fort Wayne Snyder has only allowed 108 points per contest. That is less, less than 10 points per ball game. That is best for 12th in the state as far as defensive excellence is concerned in scoring. Wide out to the right, turning, handoff. It is a handoff to Chase Gooden. And again, another formation look at Gooden off left tackle, but there's a penalty flag down on the play, or was that just a towel? I think actually it was a towel from one of the offensive linemen, but forward progress by Chase Gooden out to the 35-yard line, and actually it was a penalty. Well, no, it looks like he, nope, he ended out on not. the field to pick it up. It was a towel. So I no assure flag. you, yeah. no coach would run on the field and pick <laughs> up a yellow, uh, yellow penalty flag. <laughs> a that lot would, of coaches would be trying if they could. Well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Let's leave it alone. 8-15, first quarter. He's Matt Randall. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here for high school football. Regional championship played 10-1 Mishawaka, 10-1 Fort Wayne Snyder. Cayman, after getting the opening possession back at their own five, on the march, now at their own 45. Brady Fisher takes a snap, hands off, left side. It is good and past midfield as he was hit once after about two yards, hit again after another two, and gets six on his third hit and the tackle. And a first down, Mishawaka, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest, First Midwest Mortgage. I'm excited. Absolutely, i got to yeah. calm down because I know <laughs> these kids are excited. But certainly, what a great Absolutely. start for Mishawaka. Yeah, just what you want. You haven't got the big, big plays, but you've gotten the four, five, six, seven-yard plays, and Gooden looks fresh. He looks rested. He looks ready to play. And this is what he brings you, where if you have to go to the bench, they don't really get it in the backfield. It's somebody who can break some tackles, finds those holes, and gets those extra yardage. Hardy, Troyer, and Bean Smith are the receivers. And a hand up up the middle, just shy of another first down. That is an explosion right up center stage. They are running just between tackle and tackle with a couple of outside sweep plays, but primarily they're running everything right in between the tackles, whether it's on the left side with Cole Chalberg, whether it's on the right side with Dawson Nowacki, and certainly Ginter, Parmalee, Gronkowski, they're doing a superb job taking control of the line of scrimmage early. And we talked about this offensive and defensive line for the Cavemen. They've taken control in most games, and against this good Fort Wayne Snyder team, they're already in control right now. Two wideouts, one left, one right. Now motion, Smith fakes it. Hand off, fake that. That is Fisher on the keeper, and he will get clobbered as he gets to the 34, actually to the 36-yard line, and spins forward to the 35 for another K-man first down. He needed only two. He picked up about four. That was a good read by Brady Fisher. He knew he only needed a little bit, 
and was able to get that and more for the first down out to the Fort Wayne Snyder 35. We're scoreless, 639 first quarter. The Cavemen have held the possession since the opening kickoff, and they're on the march here looking to get the first points on the board here on this possession. Something to watch there. Brady Fisher kind of shaking his right arm there. Might have got hit, so keep an eye on that as we go forward. Motion, Smith going from right to left and now handoff it is chase good again he's been the workhorse on this drive from the 35 down to about the 33 33 and a half we'll call it a two-yard pickup it'll be second down caveman well and and that was a play where he got hit right at the line of scrimmage and anybody else on this caveman team probably doesn't get any yards on that and he's able to get looks like three yards out to the 32 he plays bigger, and he looks bigger than 5'9", 185. Chase yeah. Gooden, 119 carries coming in, a 6.7-yard average per rush, 798 yards, and he is well over the 800 mark plateau with his effort here in this opening possession. Cavemen now, second down and eight. Again, motion by Bean Smith. The turn, the handoff, it is outside. Chase Gooden scampers with a high step past one defender and surges forward to the 26-yard line. And we'll get some... Much needed yardage there on second effort, but still shy of the first down by about one yard. Yeah, and you heard Keith Kinder in pregame. Fourth and ones, fourth and shorts are not something he's going to be afraid of. He hasn't really been since he started coaching here, but definitely in this game he sounded very confident that they're going to be going for some of these plays if they don't get it. But third and short is right where the cavemen want to be. Mitchell Walker with a play from the near sideline. Play clock comfortably at 15 seconds remaining. Game clock at five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Fisher under center, takes a snap, turns, hands off. First down and more. Chase Gooden off left tackle, and he'll surge forward just shy of the 20-yard line for a pickup of about six. First down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And they're getting the yardage, Brian. They're getting the first downs. They're getting a down. But even more important right now is we're down to under five minutes to play in this first quarter, and now the Cavemen have got to execute down close to the goal line. I mean, I guess they're not quite in the red zone yet, but they're close enough. They're knocking on the door at the 21-and-a-half-yard line. 4.33 to play first quarter here from Steel Stadium. A good crowd on this cool, crisp November Veterans Day evening. Under center, Fisher, quick snap, toss sweep, out left side, couple of blockers. It is one broken tackle off pass of 15, and forward is J.S. Hardy, and Hardy will surge forward with a dive to the 13-yard line. He took a pretty good pop, but guess what? He gets eight yards and a very nifty run on first down. Well, and Chaz Hardy's had a tough year, a lot of injuries, you know, different ups and downs. Last week he actually had negative yards. He did have a touchdown catch last week, but negative rushing yards. So good to see him have a couple good runs to start the game, and the Cavemen are in the red zone. He's one of those weapons you need to know where he's on the field all the time. 49 rushes coming in and also four big, big catches this season. Handoff. It is Chase Good to the outside. Breaks the tackle. That would have been a negative yardage play, but instead, as he breaks that tackle, surges out to the right and cuts towards the middle pass of 10 down to the 8-yard line. Well, and that's a first down, I think. Yeah, yes, it is. first and goal there as it looked like he was going to lose yards, like you said, and now they're first and goal here on their first drive of the game. That's just great footwork and yep. straight bull straight there from Chase Gooden. The 5'9 senior has been the workhorse on this long drive that now at 3.30 before the quarter break sets Mitchell Walk up first and goal to go from the nine. The first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Handoff, off left tackle, down to the five, down to the three, and down spinning at the one-yard line is Chase Good on a gain of eight. 
And right now, uh, Snyder doesn't have any anything, right? They're, they haven't been able to stop a single uh, rush so far. No pass attempts at all. Everything's been really up the middle or on the sides except for the two Chaz Hardy runs. And the cavemen are, are right in there. They just need to hold on to the ball. So Mishawaka checking the play board here from the near caveman sideline. Clock at 2.53 in county. Under center is Fisher. Wing left is Smith. Wing right. The halfback is Hardy. Crisscross the backs, handoff, it'll be Chase Gooden, and he will basically step into the end zone, untouched from Mishawaka. Caveman, touchdown. Caveman break the scoreboard first with a 6-0 lead. That is as impressive a blue-collar opening drive as you are going to see ever. We've seen a lot of good drives from the Caveman this year, scoring touchdowns, getting big plays, but that is what you talked about, blue-collar, Getting you know, getting those runs up the middle, getting those hard yards, getting those extra yards, and now the cavemen have a six to nothing lead. Lucas Larson will attempt the point after conversion, but the cavemen with a little change of cadence at the line will now draw an offside penalty from Fort Wayne Snyder. And now Michelle Walker is gonna go Absolutely. to work with the two point conversion team. They bring the offense back out, and instead of going for one, they will look to go two and try to extend this six nothing lead to eight nothing. So Brady Fisher walks back on the field. And if you haven't watched the Cavemen, this is normal routine business for the Cavemen. Getting the offsides, going for two, is is something we've seen a lot. Another day at the office. That's right. (laughs) Single setback is Chase Good. No surprise. Wings are Smith and Hardy. Under center, Fisher, hands away. It will go Chase Gooden's way, and he's in for the two-point conversion. A 95-yard drive that started to begin basically this football game. And the Cavemen at 2.41 here first quarter. They draw first blood in this Class 5A regional championship battle from Steel Stadium. Mishawaka 8, Fort Wayne Snyder no score. We'll have the ensuing kickoff after this timeout. It's your two with Mishawaka Caveman football. A 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. And as we return to Steel Stadium, the caveman with a squib kick. The ball hops past one of the upmen for Fort Wayne Snyder, and Mishawaka has recovered. And and that was exactly what Keith Kinder said pregame. He said, We're gonna try some things, mix it up in all, all four phases or all three phases of the game. And there he did it on the kicking game. And we've seen it before, and they get the ball right at the 50-yard line. So Mishawaka, as that ball went just, just yep. the needed 10 yards. And they will now take over. So a drive that took 9.19 off the clock. Well, and that, and that was 17 plays, 90, 94 yards for the Cavemen, including 76 of them from Chase Gooden. What an opening drive by Mishawaka, who leads 8-0, and now they'll get the football back after that onside kick. Perfectly executed there by Lucas Larson. Under center, Fisher takes the handoff. He will run off right tackle, and this time there are four, five, six white jerseys there from Fort Wayne Snyder to greet him. Let's meet the Fort Wayne Snyder defense. Adam Blakey, Will Kelso, Navion Warren, and Maxwell Malone are the front four in the 4-2-5 defense for Snyder. They will run with Lucas Rohrbacher, number 24. He is their leading tackler outside linebacker with Zion Green. And Nick Talamantes. Talamantes is also the kicker and punter for this Snyder club. So on second down and 
No gain on first. They'll give it to Chance Hardy. Hardy off left side. Has the first down to the 40. 35-30. Shake and big movement. Pushed out of bounds to the 22. And a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for tackling Hardy well out of bounds. We'll tack on 15 more. I mean, what a great scissors play there. Looked a little clunky in the backfield, but the hole was there. Hardy hit it hard, and then he got out there. And i got to say, a really good job by Ace Troyer out there blocking at the, on the outside. He didn't hold. He kind of just stood in the way of the defender. That's all you got to do. That's right. And then they get it down. Uh, it looks like they marked him maybe at the 21. So that's going to be a big run there down to the 21, and then the penalty is going to be added on. So we're waiting for the official call on the uh, from the officials, rather, on the unsportsmanlike conduct hit. The uh, late hit out of bounds. But right now, Fort Wayne Snyder on their heels as the cavemen have had the football this entire first quarter with a minute 54 left. Mishawaka with that run gets the first down. Well, and, and like you said, the, they've had the ball, and that's where that frustration comes into play, right? You have frustration on the defense there as they uh, hit that and they hit him out of bounds. That's an easy call there. So Mishawaka getting a little bonus yardage there on the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And a minute 54 to play here in our first quarter. The Cavemen are continuing on the march. After 17 play drive, three more plays, so 20 snaps to not one snap yet for the Snyder offense. Some of their fans are just pulled into the parking lot. Yeah, well, and... and Really good Mishawaka crowd. A good student section across the way for Fort Wayne Snyder. And still a lot of football to play. Fisher will take the snap, fake the dive play. He'll keep it himself, basically following the blockers out right up the center stage and pushes it out past the five from the 12 down to the four-yard line, the gate of eight. And right now, Snyder has no answers, right? I mean, there's really nothing they've been able to do. They had one stop for no gain on this drive, but really they haven't stopped the Cavemen for less than three yards other than that one time, and the Cavemen are running the ball right down the field, almost ready to score again. So first and goal to go. Check that. It'll be second down, second and just about a half a yard. Fisher will send a wide out to the right. Instead, the inside handoff and right up the middle. It's Chase yep. Gooden. Touchdown, Mishawaka from the three. Actually, I'm going to say probably more like the four-yard line, but either way, absolute dominance on this opening 20-plus snaps of the football. Mishawak has increased their lead to 14-0, and now a point after conversion from Lucas Larson, who aced the test a few moments ago with that onside kick that went exactly 10 yards. And I wonder, are those offsides on these extra points? The Cavemen do it all the time. It's got to be in film. I, do you just not rush it sometimes? Like, I mean, the Cavemen are always getting these offsides and going for two as they're going to kick this one up. Snap is there. The hold is there with a very tough northwest crosswind. The kick is up. And the point after conversion is good. Lucas Larson nails the point after conversion out of the hold of Brady Fisher. Timeout on the field. 1.15 to play first period. Mishawaka, 15. Fort Wayne Snyder with no snaps to the football, zero. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. Back to Steel Stadium along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller, another squib kick. This one, though, is punched very, very hard down to the 30-yard line. It takes a caveman roll right along the sideline. And another perfect kick by Lucas Larson. That, for a moment, I thought was going to take one of those side hops and go westbound into the uh, caveman bench area and out of bounds, which would have been a penalty. No, it hugged that out-of-bounds area, stayed in by about a foot and a half, and that will put... Fort Wayne started with no ability to return the kick. They've got a very, very good kick return squad. 
with lightning, lightning quick individuals back there. But no return, so Fort Wayne Snyder, for the first time tonight, will have yeah. an offensive snap of the football. That's 114 here in the opening quarter, and they trail by a 15 nothing count. Yeah, we, the kicking game has hurt the Cavemen some this year. Tonight, it's already got paid off twice. Luke Hopert, a six-foot, one-inch senior in the shotgun formation, takes the snap, hands it away. Lavelle tries to swing to the outside. He is their leading rusher. Had 175 yards last week in 22 carries against Fort Wayne North. And then on the season, 873 yards on 100 carries. He is definitely the workhorse. And Langston Lavelle right there picks up three. Yeah, but I might not want to run at the Dawson Nowacki Carmine Orozco pairing for the Cavemen. They've had a great years all season. We'll introduce that Caveman defense here in just a moment. 40 seconds left of the quarter. Hulbert back to pass, throws it to the flat left side. The catch is made out that area, kind of in that left flat across the field to the Snyder sideline, but after the catch, only about a yard pickup. So overall, a play that goes for about four yards. It'll be third down and three. And the first catch and the first offensive throw by Luke Hulbert, who had 128 yards in passing last week in the win over north of the sectional championship. High shotgun snap. It will be handed off in the backfield to Lavelle, and Lavelle will scamper around a couple defenders, and he will be dropped to the 40-yard line, but not before a gain of six and a Fort Wayne Snyder first down. So the Panthers on the march here on that final play of the first quarter as the final two seconds tick away, and we have 12 minutes in the books, and the first 12 minutes have been all Mishawaka. After one here in this Class 5A regional championship from Steel Stadium in the Princess City, host Mishawaka leads visiting Fort Wayne Snyder. Number one Snyder trailing 15-0 to the fourth-rate cavemen. We'll have second quarter play-by-play next here on 96-1 the Tough. We turn the page to quarter number two along with the Mishawaka Network's Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. They wasted no time in starting period two. And the first snap of the second quarter, it is Fort Wayne Snyder quarterback Luke Hopert handing out to his key black and blue running back Langston Lavelle. And Lavelle is dropped for just a one-yard pickup. High shotgun snap. Hobart, he will keep it himself. He will run it himself, breaking open field out past the 45 to the 50 and tripped up into Panther territory out of bounds at the 45-yard line. The tackle by K-Man cornerback Malik Washington. Well, that was a great run there by Hobart. He found a hole, and it, it looked a great like... read. Yeah, he almost looked like he was going to get hit in the backfield, but he was able to kind of squeeze through there. And actually, Carmine Orozco almost chased him down again from behind. So good hustle by the Cavemen, but a really good run there by Hobart. Second first down for Snyder as they have the football for the first time all night. We're just a minute into the second quarter. Hobart in the shotgun will take the snap, looking near left, going near left. Pass is caught on the run by Lincoln Ferks, and he is pummeled out of bounds at the 41-yard line. A short gain of about... Four, it'll be second and six. Just underway here in period two. And again, Mishawaka scoring on their opening drive. 19 plays. Yes, 19 plays. Took nine minutes, 19 seconds, and covered 94 yards. They scored. They got a two-point conversion after a penalty. Onside kick, recovered, and went to work on another drive to score with a minute 15 left in that first quarter. You couldn't written it up any better if you were an author looking to make a uh, football headline for Mishawaka. 
No, not at all. Holbrook takes the snap, turns, pitches, right side. It is Lavelle, and he will be stacked up at the 40-yard line after a short gain. He really ran about six or seven yeah. yards, but the pitch was so deep in the backfield, and Lavelle is bottled up after a one-yard pickup. Yeah, and it didn't, I mean, it almost looked like he got no yards there. And, and this is where the Cayman strength has been all season. Their defensive line, stopping the run, they've really uh, played well, other than maybe the one game you were at with us against Northridge. Um, but that was really, like a basketball game. <laughs> that's right. So they've stopped the run, and now you've got third and, and, and five or six and see what Fort Wayne Snyder does. Caveman up with a four-man front right now, typically a 3-4-4 look. Straight drop, Holpert looking all to the right side, and the pass incomplete. Intended out there to the right for Juarez, and it was almost intercepted. Was that Valdez or no, was that? No, that was Trey tra- Thomas. Trey Thomas. And what happened there, he was complaining. He thought he should have got a penalty because he was in front of that and actually grabbed his face mask over there and kind of pulled him back. I can, I'm can. i looking at the stream here, and we'll see it here in a second, but you can see his head kind of snap back after that. So uh, it looks like they're going to punt. So fourth down and five from the 40. They're going to try to win the field position battle here with what anticipates to be a Talamentes punt, and this will be a line drive that will go end over end and run down inside the 10, inside the 5, and literally roll to the one-half yard line. What great kick coverage there by Fort Wayne Snyder. The Panther special teams, you could hang a star on that play. That was a tremendous punt Absolutely. and an even better bit of punt coverage. So Mishawaka, they went 94 yards to start this game. Well, now they'll have to go 99.9. We've got a station on the 99.9 dial. <laughs> That's about how many yards the came in if they're going to score on this position are going to have to use the entire bit of real estate here at Steel Stadium. And actually, they're going to mark the football down at the 1. I think the came yeah. got a break. Well, and, and honestly, one yard line. Uh, but if I'm the caveman, I have the ball back. I'm up 15 to nothing. It's the second quarter, and they haven't stopped us from running the ball. Main thing now is stay away from penalties and certainly mistakes and turnovers. Brady Fisher will snuggle under center behind Garrett Ginter. Takes the snap. Turns, hands off, trying to get to the outside, and running room for Chase Gooden, and he literally was tripped up by a shoelace by the outside quarterback, Brandon Logan. If Logan, the sophomore, yeah. doesn't get that trip up, Gooden might have gone the distance. He, he had one safety coming on a good angle, but Gooden has such good uh, good feet, he might have been able to cut that back or run it run it past him. So, yeah, great run, and they're now out of a, that major danger zone. Like, obviously, you're still inside your own 10, but now it's second down and two. You got your whole playbook kind of open to you, and you got the big lead. Gain of eight out again to the nine yard line. We're in second down and two. Brady Fisher uses some of that play clock down to 10 seconds. Will now settle under center with two wings, one left, one right. Now Hardy in motion. They'll fake it his way. They'll go to Chase Gooden, and Gooden will get the first down out past the 10, and he'll surge forward to the 13-yard line for a gain of about forward. Another Mishawaka caveman first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And if you're the coaching staff over on on Fort Wayne Snyder, I mean, you're kind of in disbelief. You knew what to expect, and honestly, cavemen haven't done a lot of wrinkles i mean it's been normal offense normal stuff other than the onsides kick and and you just kind of hit right in the right in the mouth from the start and now the caveman have the ball they're driving running clock and you're in big trouble right now again good in the single setback hardy in motion he will actually surge out after the fake man and be a blocker for brady fisher who will run off left tackle good surge up the field by center garrett ginter and that offensive line 
And on that run, a pickup of about eight yards. And now you see Chase Gooden come off the field. Novell Miller will sub in. And maybe that shoulder got stung on that last carry. Or actually, it was a last block. Yeah. There by Chase Gooden. Yeah, and he was shaking that arm, and you can see him kind of lumbering over here to the bench. So Novell Miller, yeah. who has been a workhorse as well with 161 carries and over 800 net yards on the season, he will sub in. They will hand it off to Miller, and he will go straight forward, oh. and he will stay low. And no, he it looks will like get... Fisher kept it. Oh, actually, it was Fisher. It was a <laughs> that great, was a great fake. fake. I thought the same thing. Very good fake executed by both Fisher Absolutely. and Novell Miller. But it is a Brady Fisher quarterback keeper and a Brady Fisher caveman first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. 727 here in period number two. A very brisk moving football game that started, yes, at 730. 15-0 caveman. They're looking to add to their two-touchdown advantage. Snyder with just one possession was forced to a punt right near midfield. Under center, Fisher. Takes the handoff. Outside pitch. It is Bean Smith. Gains a block. He got it up to the 35. Turns the spins free out to the 37-yard line. And a gain of about eight on that run. Yeah, really good run there by Bean Smith getting to the outside there. And you're going to see probably a little more of this. They, Novell Miller's had some had some trouble this season with with holding on to the ball. He's really had a good season. But you're going to see more of that. I'm sure Miller will get some touches here soon. But you're going to see more of those outside runs too. So Miller at fullback, Hardy and Bean Smith are the wingmen, and Ace Troyer continues in as the split end. He will be lined up to the wide left side of the field. Mishawaka here in this period, period number two, going left to right and or north to south here at Steel Stadium, 628. Clock ticking here before halftime. Mishawaka 15-0 leaders. Now Novell Miller, he will get the fullback blast off right side, and he will surge forward past the 40 down, just shy of the 39-yard line. A very nifty run there by Miller. Had the arms wrapped around the pigskin. They actually gave him the 41 there. Picks him up the first down, and now we've got an injured Snyder, number Snyder Panther. That is going to be Amarion Moore, 6'1 senior who is shaken up. So we have an injury timeout. We're going to keep it right here to remind you that coming up at halftime, we'll have our Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report. Amongst the uh, happenings during our intermission, the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard update. It'll be Matt Embry back at our 96-1 The Ton Studios in downtown South Bend updating us on some area games that include Northridge and New Prairie battling out over New Carlisle. That is in Class 4A for a regional title. The Cougars in New Prairie 11-1. Northridge is 8-4. Of course, they were the state runner-up in Class 4A a year ago. Elsewhere, 5A, lots of attention here for these fans from both these schools, Snyder and your Mishawaka came in as the winner of this game tonight will play the winner of Merrillville or Valparaiso. Merrillville tonight is at Valpo. The Pirates are 9-2. The Vikings are 8-3. Good news for Fort Wayne Snyder after a couple of moments. Amarion Moore will hustle off the field under his own power. So a short injury timeout, and that's good news for Snyder at 619 before halftime. But in addition to updates on the U.S. Sidecrafter School Board, Matt Embry uh, with those honors, we will also have our weekly halftime interview with Director of Athletics Dean Huppert. He'll visit with Amy Foley from the Mishawaka Education crew and uh, certainly lots to talk about with teachers and, and their uh, 
golden work that they do here in School City, Mishawaka. Handoff off left tackle. It will be Brady Fisher on the keeper after the fake to the fullback. And Fisher on a first and ten play. Picks up about four. It'll be second and six as the clock's at the 555 mark in counting. Here in half, number one, a very fast-paced first period of play. We've only had, what, one, two passes, those both by Snyder. Yep. Otherwise, the cavemen have uh, pretty much dominated the clock. The number of snaps, which is, what, about 30 to 3? Yeah, not very many for Snyder, for sure. Maybe a little unbalanced on that estimate, but certainly domination. Now, Novell Miller off the right tackle. Stays low, takes a defender with him, and searches forward for the first down. He needed 6. He got 6.5 past the 50 to the 48-and-a-half-yard line. That's a great run by the sophomore, Novell Miller. I was going to say, he's had some open field runs this year. He's gotten touchdown. That might be the best run we've seen him pretty much all season where he got hit took those used that strength he's fast he's strong he's holding on to that ball and he was taking defenders with him to get that first down so the cavemen in their home maroon tops maroon pants white socks white helmets and of course the white numerals and trim our uniform description sponsored by kevin drazier and the team at bsn sports first and ten cavemen from Kevin Putz, the first Midwest mortgage. Now in motion, Hardy. He's the fake man. And they'll pull it out. Brady Fisher to the outside 40. 35, 30, 20. Down to the 15. And he's wrestled down from behind to the 10-yard line. First and goal to go. Caveman. I mean, this is a hard to believe. You t- you talked all week about how talented this Fort Wayne Snyder team is, how they're ranked very high, ranked number one, and the Cavemen have, I mean, a, a, any, anything but dominated, right? They've dominated all games so far, and there was another great pull by Brady Fisher getting it inside the 10. You took the words out of That's my right. mouth. The perfect yo-yo play. He had it in, in the belly of the running back. He pulled it out with a great read, and Brady Fisher on that scamper, picking up uh, nearly 40 yards. 40 yards, yep. So first and goal to go from the Fort Wayne Snyder 9 at 429 to play here before halftime. Mishawaka looking to add to their 15-0 lead. Fisher takes the snap handoff Novell Miller's way, but first we have a penalty flag whistled, and I think it's going to be a I think there's defensive. a formation problem. Yeah. Ball start Mishawaka. Caveman maybe just in a bit of a hurry. Well, I, I, Hardy kind of ran in motion, and I think another player was moving at the same time. Can't do that. Yeah. So penalty against the caveman. That is their first yellow hanky of the night. Now, we saw a yellow piece of That's material right. on the field <laughs> earlier. Well, so yeah, the personal foul on the late hit by Snyder, and then you had the, the one penalty here by the caveman. So pretty clean game overall. Cavemen now have probably their worst situation of the game, first and goal from the 14. Still a first down here with a 15 nothing lead. Now, Fisher fakes a little toss to the wingman or a look that way, and Novell Miller goes right up center stage, and he gets about a yard. Yeah, not a lot there as he got hit right away. Uh, and the caveman, this might be a chance here on second and third, really goal from the 13. Uh, for some of those wrinkles Coach Kinder was talking about, they ran a really nice scissor play today, a good a couple of breaks, but without Gooden in the game, and Gooden doesn't even have his pads on over here right now, uh, you see what they do. That is not a good sign. It looks like there's a big ice pack possibly on that right shoulder. So the cavemen go to work. Hardy, wingman, he's tucked in right behind offensive tackle Gronkowski. 
Well, I think he's going to take now a timeout, yeah. Brady Fisher's going to wait for the play clock down to three, down to two, down to one, and now Keith Kinder and Mishawaka High will take a timeout. We'll do the same. 3.18 to play here before halftime. Mishawaka with a 15-0 lead, looking for more, facing second down and goal to go from the 13. But with this timeout, we'll take a break. You're two with Mishawaka K-Man football on 96. 96- So after the Mishawaka Caveman timeout, along with Matt Rundle, I'm Brian Miller. Oh, what a beautiful night for high school football, and there's no more beautiful place to watch a high school game than Steel Stadium here on the campus of Mishawaka High School. Third ever meeting between Fort Wayne Snyder and Mishawaka. First time they've ever played here at Mishawaka High. So after the Caveman timeout, second to goal from the 13 after a lost yardage player two, and now Brady Fisher on a quarterback draw will take it. He almost waited for traffic to clear and then continued on the 13-yard run an extra seven yards. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Yeah, and, and a great run, a great pull there, a great job. I mean, the patience we talked about with Brady Fisher to get that run was great. And uh, just a really, really nice job there by the cavemen. And, you know, I don't want to do this, but i got to shout out these students. They hit that replay. You can see it there close and tight on the on the stream, and you can see it here in the stadium. The kids doing a nice job over here at the Mishawaka Network. Welcome to all the fans watching us on the uh, Mishawaka Network tonight. And now the conversion upcoming. But Brady Fisher starts over to the sideline, and now we'll have a conversation with caveman coach Keith Kinder. Well, both co- head coaches are talking with the officials right now, trying to figure out what's going on. It's 21 to nothing. I don't think there's any question about the touchdown. Now, like you said, it's something with the conversion. Or possibly was there a clock question? Well, it looks like they're moving the extra point back. Yeah, it looks like they're giving an unsportsmanlike there unsportsmanlike on the caveman. I did not see what happened. I didn't either. Keith Kinder is certainly not happy. And now there are three bedded stripes. That's going to move it back to, looks like the 18. And the conversation continues. The back judge is the one having the majority of the verbiage with Keith Kinder. But instead... An extra point attempt. Now with a 21-0 lead, an extra point attempt that's more like a field goal try. Yeah. Out of the hold of Brady Fisher. And Lucas Larson, who is two for five in field goals this year, will put his toe to it. He'll get his kick away. There's a very interesting win that's going to push it wide to the left. No good. And I'm massively confused because there was only one official under the crossbars. Yes. And that is a major. And it was pretty, I mean, you saw from here, pretty clearly wide to the left, but nobody was on that side. And I think that's what the officials are talking about now. Like, who was supposed to be there? Uh, Why weren't we in the right position? So a mechanical breakdown with the men in stripes, but they'll figure it out. Meanwhile, the cavemen have figured it out. A very impressive first half so far with 3.13 to play here in our second quarter. Caveman with the score on the Brady Fisher 13-yard scamper. Our score, Caveman 21, Fort Wayne Snyder no score. We'll continue after this at 96-1 the ton. And before we can come back from the commercial break, a kickoff that is fielded inside the 5-yard line by Kamari Juarez. 
returns it 94 yards for a score and a huge, huge exclamation point of momentum there for Fort Wayne Snyder who get on the scoreboard with a big special teams play. It is 21-6 with a conversion upcoming. And they needed it. He caught that on the far side of the field, like past the far hash. He cut it back towards the near side, and then he saw a hole, cut it upfield, went all the way back to the far side, and he was gone. And there's the speed and the athleticism that everyone talked about in the scouting reports. Now, Telementez will attempt the point after conversion out of the hold of Landon Fry, and the point after conversion is up, and it is good. So just like that, from 3.13 to play, just 15 seconds later, a timeout in the field on a Fort Wayne Snyder touchdown. 21-7, the special team's kick return there by Juarez and the Panthers. It's a two-possession ball game. We're back after this on that. So if you stepped out, like the commercial dispatcher, Beefle, Brady's a great If you got out of the car to go get your, right. your carry-out and get back into the car, and maybe it was 15 nothing when you got out of the car, and now it's 21-7. We've had two touchdowns scored within 15 seconds. A caveman score from 13 yards out by Brady Fisher with a conversion that was no good after a penalty to make it 21-0. But now it is 21-7 on a Fort Wayne Snyder 94-yard kick returned by Kamara Juarez. And now this kick by the Panthers, fielded at the 5, brought forward to the 10, 15, 20, and up to the 25-yard line. And then Chaz Hardy is running into a white-cladded brick wall of Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers. A whole posse of Snyder special teamers there to have Hardy have to force on the brakes. And the officials will say with forward progress, he stopped at the 22. So first attempt, other than a kickoff return, it has been absolute yeah. domination by this K-Bank club, but now what better way to answer than maybe about a two-minute, 46-second right. drive right. to get that seven points well, back? I mean, right now, Snyder's only run eight offensive plays for a total of 33 yards in the first half. Brady Fisher under center will send his wingman in motion. He'll fake it to the fullback, and the quarterback keeper himself will That's slither to the outside for only a couple of yards. You also don't want to go too fast here give the ball back with a chance for, for Snyder to score and get the ball back in the second half. You're up 14 points. That's a great point. You, you got a couple yards there. You're running some clock. Maybe force Snyder to call some timeouts here um, and, and try to get into halftime up by 14. Ethan Bryce and that is Ace Troyer in as the split ends. Bryce lines up in the wing slop. Novell Miller stays at fullback. They will give it to Miller. He will bust off to the right side, and he will be corralled after a short gain of about two, just past the 25 to about the 26, maybe the 27. Clock under two minutes to go. And Fort Wayne Snyder, I'm surprised, and now they will burn they a timeout. They call it, yeah. So they were calling it, but this official didn't see it, so they're probably going to add a little more time back on you. Yeah, I saw him up at the top on the far side there, official calling that, but nobody was relaying it up here to the to the timer. So, Well, Snyder will certainly, they will get the ball, as you alluded to just moments ago, Matt. They will get the ball to begin the second half. Yeah. Mishawaka had the ball, got the opening drive, and went that 9-minute, uh, 19 second drive that lasted for or went rather for 94 yards in the opening score to make it eight nothing to start this football game it's been absolute domination but right now there's a little bit of hesitancy as far as too much uh 
confidence because Snyder showed how explosive they are scoring in a basically a 15-second blink of an eye on that kick return. Instead of 21-zip, it's 21-7. And right now they're putting Mishawaka in a very, very interesting third and five play. This has been uh, no problem so far tonight. And on the season, the cavemen on third down conversions are 64% of able to convert. Now Hardy fakes the out. Inside quarterback keeper and read there by Brady Fisher. He needed five. He got about four. Well, we'll see how uh, adventurous Coach Kinder is here because he, he's close, and he talked in the pregame. If we're at our own 20 and it's fourth and one, we're going to go for it. They're not even at their own 20. They're at the 31, 32-yard line. They've marked it at the 32. That might be close to a first down. Now across the way, Snyder head coach Kirk Tipman is waving it off like, no, 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 I I did not want to call the timeout. We're gonna instead we're gonna get the measurement, so that's gonna save him burning right. his second timeout. Yeah, because if you get it to fourth down, I think he's definitely calling that timeout. If it's a first down, you're de- he's gonna hold on to that. It's, it looks like Chen Gang will coming all the way across the field. Hustle from the east side to the west side at a minute fifty-four to play here in our second quarter of action. 21-7 Mishawaka, this Class 5A regional championship. The winner of this contest will battle the winner of Valparaiso or Merrillville next week. And a stretch of the chains. Big, big first down for the Cavemen. They got a nice spot on Absolutely. that. And we'll take advantage of it with a fresh set of downs. And again, a minute 54 left here in period number two. Just a couple updates. Both those games you talked about, the New Prairie game against Northridge, Maryville, Valpo, 8 o'clock start times our time. So those are underway now, but they didn't start. If we start at 7.30, but even that's a little bit later than normal. So just for the fans here, trying to, trying to kind of tune into what that is. Keeping us, keep us honest there, Matt. Huh? Sometimes. And I, know, I know stuff. <laughs> so fourth down. The chain, or rather the uh, down marker shows fourth down, but it's first and ten. They're changing it. There we go. There we go. So now under center, Fisher at a minute 38 before half. Hand off, fakes it. Fisher, keeper, he will wrestle away from one would-be tackler and drag another one a couple of extra yards past the 40 up to the 38-yard line. Brandon Logan, who had a big stop earlier. They actually got him at the 42 for a first down. Wow. 9.999, and uh, you're going to say he's actually about a a foot away from the first down. No, down here, this official is calling first down. They they switched it. It's all, they're all second down. Everybody's on second down. Now, if they need to measure, that's fine. But here's the good news. The clock has been running this entire time. Well, they are going to, they are, they did just stop it, and they're coming to the middle, the officials. So that stops the clock. Each of the two squads with two timeouts remaining here in the half, but with a couple chain gang employments and some um, probably unplanned management meetings between the officials, neither coach has had to burn timeout number two for either team. 21-7 Mishawaka, 64 seconds, 104 remaining here in the first half. And now they'll bring the chain gang out again. Yeah. Hey, tonight's game brought to you in part by Martin's Supermarket. Remember, you can count on Martin's for service and savings, celebrating 75 years of serving the Michiana area. Now, this time, the chain gang tells us that the cavemen are short. 
by about a foot and a half. No, actually about a yeah, about a much, half yeah. a yard. Yeah, half a foot probably more right. accurately. I'm not sure why they really needed to measure because it seemed like the side judges were both in sync there. But well, the one on the near side here was given like a first down. He started walking out there, and so I think the measurement's smart. But now you're talking about 104. They're going to run the clock now. So the game clock and play clock will continue. The play clock's down to 20 seconds. The game clock is under a minute. And at my mark, 55 seconds mark. So Fisher will settle under center. Second and one caveman. Fisher will take the snap. He will fake the knee and or uh, trying to kill the play. And then he will run right after that fake of a knee. And he will sprint forward for a first down. Yeah, it almost like he just kind of said, I'm just going to get down and get the first down. And I think that's what Coach Kinder wanted, the first down, then kind of decide what to do. You're down under 40 seconds, and you've got, you know, 56 well, yards that way, to go. That way, in case Snyder decides to burn both of the timeouts, you keep, you keep things moving. But now it looks like Kurt Tipman and... Keith Kinder are going to keep their final two timeouts in their hip pocket. 20 seconds and first and 10 caveman sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Scissors play to the outside. Oh. Jazz Hardy was one eyelash away from trying to kick it to the outside. He was tripped up there by Maxwell Malone, a six foot two senior defensive end. And the clock will continue to run, and the teams will head to the locker room. And an impressive first 24 minutes for the Mishawaka Cavemen. Two quarters in the books. We are at halftime here from 96-1 the ton. And our score after the Cavemen put two, count them, two scores on the board in the first quarter of play and dominated the first quarter in the time of possession and more. Fort Wayne Snyder was able to get back in the ballgame with a kick return at 2.58 to play in this first half, but still trail it by two scores. It is Mishawaka 21, Fort Wayne Snyder 7. It's a clash of number one versus number four, 10-1 Mishawaka, leading 10-1 Fort Wayne Snyder. We invite you to stay tuned. Our halftime report is just around the corner. Coming up, we will have... Director of Athletics for Mishawaka High School and School City Mishawaka, Dean Huppert. He will join us. He will visit with Amy Foley, our halftime guest. We'll also have updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard and much, much more. And, of course, at halftime, we'll get a scoreboard update uh, and rather a statistical update with Matt Rendell and a whole lot more. But an impressive first half here for the Cavemen. We're at the break. Mishawaka 21, Fort Wayne Snyder 7. You're in tune with Indiana High School football playoff action. The Class 5A Regional and the Mishawaka Cavemen here on your home for Mishawaka High School sports. You're in tune with 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. Stay tuned. Our halftime report coming up next. And they'll pull it out. Brady Fisher to the outside 40, 35, 30, 30, 20. Down to the 15, and he's wrestled down from behind in the 10-yard line. First and goal to go, Caveman. One of the very impressive rushes by this Mishawaka football team as they hear on our halftime report, sponsored by School City of Mishawaka, lead the 10-1 Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers by a count of 21-7. Welcome back to Steel Stadium, everyone. Along with Matt Rendell from the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller. Thanks to Matt Embry and Dean Huppert for hosting some of the festivities there during our halftime report. Here at the break, Caveman 21, Fort Wayne Snyder 7. Mishawaka got the opening kick. Started at the 6. Took 19 plays, or check that, 17 plays. 
9 minutes and 19 seconds to get on the scoreboard. The final yard would be the first of two touchdowns in period one by Chase Gooden. After a penalty, he would then score on a two-point conversion. That made it 8-0. Cavemen getting ready to kick off. Well, not so fast. Lucas Larson executed an absolutely perfect onside kick that went 10.01 yards. It was recovered after a bobble by Snyder, by Mishawaka. Cavemen then would go to work on another drive that would end up in the end zone at the 115 mark in period one. That on a four-yard TD run by the aforementioned Chase Good, an extra point by Lucas Larson made it 15-zip, and the Cavemen were in business. Snyder had their first offensive possession and first offensive snap at a minute 14 first quarter. They would then get in the... uh, in the uh, stymie mode, if you will, right near midfield, be forced to punt the ball, pin Mishawaka deep back really at the one-yard line. Mishawaka would go to work on that last carry you just heard on Brady Fisher setting up on a uh, 13-yard run. It made it with that score, 21-0. There was an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that pushed Lucas Larson and the K-Men special teamers way back, and it was really, truly like a field goal attempt that was just, just wide left against a really, really fierce 15-mile-an-hour wind. But the missed point after conversion really seemed like, hey, everything was fine, 21-0. Well, not so fast. On the ensuing kick, fielded at the 5, brought right down the far side through a uh, pack of blockers for Foyne Snyder. The kick return of 94 yards by Kamari Uharez. That was his ninth, ten, that was his 10th touchdown of the season, his first via special teams. That got Snyder with some momentum, got them in the end zone, gave them six points, and then soon after a conversion kick by Talamentez made it 21-7, and the Cayman got the ball and elected just to kind of eat clock and uh, take the take the uh, the two-touchdown, 14-point lead to the locker room, and that's we are here at halftime. Matt Rendell, any stats, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, well. Certainly I, lots to talk about. Lots of thoughts, yeah. I mean, uh, if you said, you, you know, Cavemen were up 21-7 going to the second half, I think Cavemen fans, I think coaches, I think everybody would be very happy with that. But you're kicking off to start the second half. Last time you kicked off, it was a big-time touchdown return. Uh, but it, some quick stats for you. Uh, Snyder has run uh, – a total of eight plays on one drive. They've only had the ball uh, for one drive, and that, that drive they had to punt. They only have 33 yards of offense, so not much to talk about there. Cavemen have run 38 plays. Every single one of those has been a run for 265 yards and 18 first downs. In terms of leaders, the, the big leader for the Cavemen uh, was going to be pretty clearly from the start. Chase Gooden has 18 rushes, 91 yards. I don't see any way that he comes back and plays. He had a flannel on going into the locker room. I'm, I'm looking here. I don't. So see re-aggravating that shoulder yeah. probably mid-second quarter. Right, right. And it looked and like you talked loss. about on a block even, which which is a big time hurt. But the big uh, after that, even during that, the big the leading rusher for the Cavemen is going to be Brady Fisher. Ten rushes, 104, and two and one touchdown. Chase Gooden with the two touchdowns. Chaz Hardy's had four rushes for 44 yards, uh, four runs for Novell Miller for 14, and including a really good one to get a first down, and then one rush for Bean Smith for nine yards. So Cavemen dominating the stats sheet. We've seen it all year, but can they come away with points in the victory? So far, they're up 14, but they've got to kick off here. I don't see any chance that the Cavemen kick this off deep, but we will find out here in a matter of seconds. So we turn the page to quarter number three. He's Matt Rundle. I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry spinning the dials. 
Back at our 96-1 The Ton Studios. And as Matt alluded to, that is Matt Embry alluded to earlier with the scores. Merrillville leading Valpo mid-second quarter in Valpo, 7-3. If the Cavemen win, they will play the winner of that game. Certainly if Snyder wins, they would host the winner of that game between Merrillville and Valpo. But for the Cavemen in particular, if they can hold on to this lead, they would either go to Merrillville or host Valparaiso. Well, and right now they're getting ready to kick off. That ball is, is laying down on the tee. It is not upright. So that's a sign of a squib kick or an onsides kick most likely here as that ball is, is parallel to, the, to the, the, the ground, not perpendicular to the ground. Now, we saw this very same setup a week ago, and Lucas Larson nailed it pretty deep at Concord. Let's see what the cavemen opt to do here on special teams. The approach by Larson, he will squib it. It'll roll around to 30, take a big hop, and be fielded at the 28-yard line, brought forward to the 30, backfield, or rather backpedaling it into the 35-yard line, be dumped on that return was special teamer Brandon Logan. Logan also a starter on defense and gets about a 12-yard return. And Fort Wayne Snyder will start with good field position at the 36-yard line, first and 10, trailing 21-7. But that's a whole lot different than a 94-yard kick return. Absolutely. And they got they, – Snyder's got the ball, but they have not gotten anything going offensively. So maybe they can get a groove here, but the Cavemen have got to feel good about getting their defense on the field. They played well all season. So in the shotgun formation, Holpert – Takes the football, fakes the handoff, sprints to the outside and on the run, throws it out to the flat area to that far, far left side. And the pass there by Kieran Billingsley. Oh, there is two Bill Billingsleys. There is the older brother, who is a senior, and this the younger brother, Kieran, who was a junior with his first catch of the night. So first and ten, chains advance on the first down from Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Handoff deep in the backfield will go to Buchanan, and he is strung from east to west. Gets a few yards upfield near midfield. He's dropped just short of the 50-yard line, just shy of the equator. But was also strung out a long way by that caveman defense. That is Uriah Buchanan, who if you heard Coach Pittman in the pregame show talked extensively about uh, what, a, what a fine fine specimen he is and what an important part of this team he's been this year right now we got a timeout looks like a problem with the jersey there something came off of somebody said to run it to the sideline just quick update Valpo did score nine to seven Valpo's winning so there you go so update there on the U.S. Signcrafter school board for you Meanwhile, here at 11.30, just underway in period three, Mishawaka 21, Fort Wayne Snyder 7, but Snyder at midfield, right on the midfield stripe. Fake of the handoff. Hopert rolls out, looking to the left. Pump fakes. He'll keep it. He'll run. He will dive past the 45 to the 44-yard line in open field, tackled by Isaac Valdez, the leading tackler for the K-Man defense. Let's introduce this K-Man defense. And, of course, our starting lineups brought to you by Bethel University Athletics. Peyton Jones, the nose tackle, Carmine Orozco, Balin Eby. They are the front three. Jackson Snyder, Aiden Hooten, Caden Williams, and the aforementioned Isaac Valdez. 
in there from the linebacking core, and we'll introduce the secondary in just a moment. First and ten, high snap. Hopert takes it, hands off to the inside, fullback blast right up the gut up to about the 41-yard line. Nothing fancy there. That was just flat-out smash mouth football. And they pick up about three yards. And now Snyder very content to take some time in the huddle, but they're happy also to get some offensive rhythm going here for the first time all night. Yeah, we really haven't seen Lavelle here in the second half either out at running back. Shotgun formation, high snap, fake the inside handoff to Buchanan, throw over the middle, it is over lead, and there's penalty flags flying everywhere, and the cavemen are going to be called for pass interference on Caden Williams. Now, to be honest, I'm not sure that pass was catchable. That's tough, yeah. But it's a tough call for sure. Uh, he, got his, he definitely got his arms on him, but that ball was pretty high over the head of the receiver. So they'll go back to the snap and or the line of scrimmage and then march off the real estate from there on that incompleted pass. So it'll be an automatic first down as well with the yardage. And remember, every first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, 10.32 to go. So a good start here for Fort Wayne Snyder trying to climb out of the hole of what was a 21-0 deficit at three minutes to go in the first half. So Hobart in the shotgun formation. High snap, inside fake. He will keep it, runs to the outside left, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Good tackle there in the caveman secondary by strong safety Jack Troyer. But not before a pickup of about five, maybe six yards. Stopped at the 19-yard line. Yeah, really good run there. Good keep to get to the outside, get that positive yardage. Now you got second and short. Second um, and three to be exact. Right. And Snyder certainly on the move here to begin this second half. Wide out to the near side is Juarez. Wide out to the far left-hand side as well. High shotgun snap. Inside handoff, it will be Buchanan, Uriah Buchanan, the 6'1 junior, and he will just surge right up the middle. Four enough for a first down, and they'll advance the chains with the football moving forward past the 15 to the 14. Well, and Buchanan's brought them some toughness. He's a smaller running back, but he's running hard right up the middle there, getting positive yards. Even if it's only three or four, you saw what the cavemen can do getting those three or four yards, and right now they're moving the ball and getting close to, to the goal territory. Rest of that K-Band secondary, Malik Washington, Trey Thomas are the quarterbacks, Brady Newsom, Jack Troyer are the safeties. Caveman now first and ten on the defensive end, now rolling out, throwing to the near side, and on the underneath route, it is thrown just shy of the intended receiver once again. That would be Billingsley. That is Kieran, the younger of the Billingsley duo. Well, in that time, Carmine Orozco, they were rolling out to the near side, and he just got into the backfield there, pushing the offensive lineman back, and it caused the kind of the, the errant throw. He had an open guy, but even if he catches that, there's a defender there. He's running to the sidelines. It's only a couple-yard gain. So incomplete makes it second and ten here for the Panthers. Jack Langus in as a tight end, and now Jordan Lee is in as a wide out to the far left-hand side. Juarez is on the wide out right in the inside handoff. Nothing there for Buchanan. Hopert's inside handoff was bottled up for no gain. Stopped right at the line of scrimmage, which is the Mishawaka 14-yard line. Cavemen lead it 21-7, a 14-point advantage. And now Fort Wayne Snyder faced with third down and 10 from 
the caveman 14. Big, big third down. You see Peyton Jones hustle off. Malik Washington scrambles back on on the caveman defense. Well, that was a perfect two Snyder players went to the sideline walking as slowly as they could, and you saw Peyton Jones sprinting off the field. That just shows you how much this matters for the caveman. No running backs in the backfield. Shotgun snap. It'll be the Wildcat run. Holford has the first down, spins inside the five, drop down at the two. Great run there by Hopper. I mean, he could have got tackled three or four times, just made some good cuts and got it inside the five. It's kind of like in basketball when you kind of spread the floor and yep. let your best player take it to the basket. That was kind of the illustration right there by quarterback Luke Hopert. H-A-U-P-E-R-T, but pronounces it Hopert. Six-foot, 180-pound senior right there putting his Snyder team on his back, trying to get back within one strike or rather one score. They trail 21-7, but on the march, first and goal to go from the four. Hopper fakes the inside handoff, turns, rolls out, throws underneath, incomplete. Great, great deflection by a caveman defender right there. Valdez on the deflection. Valdez and Jackson Snyder in the neighborhood on the defense, and the clock stops at 841 here in period three. And now Fort Wayne Snyder facing second and goal to go. From the four. Well, and that is dangerously close to being intercepted in the end zone. Whenever that ball gets tipped, you never know where it's going to go. It had no chance of getting through there. And so right now, they're going to bring in a bigger package here and get in the I formation. Buchanan and also Viezi are in. And the toss sweep comes outside to Buchanan. He will, with a blocker leading the way, will surge to the right and lunge into the end zone for a touchdown Fort Wayne Snyder. So after three unanswered scores by Mishawaka and total control in that first, basically first half of play, the first 21 minutes of action, Fort Wayne Snyder with a late second quarter tally on the kick return, and now this opening third quarter drive, they have pulled within one score. It's 21-13, and now they go for the point conversion, the PAT, with kicker Nick Trelementes. And these PATs become huge when you're down eight versus seven. Waiting for the snap. Snyder for the point after conversion. They're with an eight now. Good snap, good hold. Kick has the distance. And it is good. Out of the hold of Trevor Jarvis. Time out of the field. 8.36 to go. We've got a brand new ball game, football fans. Our score here in this Class 5A regional championship from Steel Stadium. At Mishawaka High, the Cavemen lead for Wayne Snyder, 21-14. Cavemen will get the ball when we come back. First this on your home for Mishawaka Cavemen football, 96-1 the ton. High school sports, no matter what activity, momentum's a big, big key. And right now here in this high school football regional championship at Mishawaka High School, Early momentum, Mishawaka. Current momentum, Fort Wayne Snyder. They have cut a 21-0 lead now down to 21-14. And they will kick off to Mishawaka with two men deep. That is Chaz Hardy and also, I do believe, Trey Thomas. Line drive, kind of a spiraling kick. It is bobbled, juggled, and then goes back in the end zone. Actually, Brady Newsom was the other kick returner, and that went right off of his hands, almost like a center fielder overrunning a line drive right at you. 
That one got some wind and kind of knuckled on him just a bit, and it went into the end zone, so results in a touchback, and Mishawaka will get the football where they will start first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. In the offensive huddle right now is number 44, Chase Gooden, so maybe they got him some treatment there, and he's going to um, try to come back into this game as he goes out there on the field. That is a great, great sign because Chase Gooden had a tremendous first half leading the offensive surge up to that three-touchdown advantage. First and 10, K-Ben at their own 20. Fisher will hand to Gooden. He will shake and bake move to the outside, then cut back towards the middle, and he'll pick up six on that initial run. Meanwhile, very slow at getting up was a blocker there for Gooden, his ace Troyer hobbling back to the line of scrimmage and ultimately the huddle. Ethan Bryce in the mix right now along with Bean Smith. Chase Gooden remains in the ball game. Again as the fullback here at 8.05 to go third quarter. Mishawaka leading by 7. 21-14. Fisher under center. Sends Bean Smith in motion. Turns. Handoff. Waiting right there. Very, very aggressively. Fort Wayne Snyder defense. Will Kelso from the inside defensive tackle position, the first of three white jerseys to meet him. And a loss on the play of about four, we'll call it five-yard loss, back to the 20. Or actually, check that, back to the 25-yard line, rather. Yeah, just lost a yard, it looks like. It's going to be third and a long five for the Cayman. And these are the big calls. You haven't had a, you know, it's been a... Uh, haven't had much adversity. Right, right. You were up two scores pretty early. Now you've got a big call on third and five from your own 25. Fisher will set his troops inside fake. He'll pull it out. He'll try to get to the outside, and a great job, great adjustment by the Snyder defense. One, two, three, four defenders around on the play. And making the stop at Mishawaka now faced with a fourth down and five, and you'd anticipate punting time here for Keith Kinder and the Cavemen. Yeah, the punt unit's going out there. Again, you got to be nervous anytime you get these athletes for Snyder on the field. So Lucas Larson back in punt formation. He will stand right around his own 12-yard line. And the Snyder fans across the way trying to make some noise and give their team a little surge to now tie up this football game. Good snap, very light rush, and this one is kicked straight up in the air against the win and Lucas Larson what is going to be about a 12-yard punt out of bounds around the 37-yard line yeah now what you want there is you only got it to the 37 again 10 or 12 yards on the punt it's those types of punts that makes you wonder like man fourth and five just had to throw the offense out there and try something uh, because now you're giving them the ball and you didn't have a chance to try to get a first down so certainly the game of adjustments. We talk about that all the time at halftime in uh, high school football and the adjustments that Coach Kirk Tipman and his veteran staff at Fort Wayne Snyder, what they would make as opposed to the adjustments and decisions that the coaching staff, the veteran coaches of the Mishawaki Cavemen would make. And right now the momentum is all with Fort Wayne Dwenger despite being down by a score. They have the football in great field position, first and 10 at the 37. Take the snap. They will hand off, off the left tackle. Not a lot of running room right there, but the rush for Viesi 
The Al Capone, the AZ. That is a mouthful. D E apostrophe A L C A P O N E. The Al Capone, the AZ. 5.55 left in the period, and a two yard run makes it second and eight now. Shotgun snap. Hopert takes him. Inside, he'll hand it away to Lavelle. And Lavelle breaks the tackle. Out past the 30, forward to the 25, and brought down from behind around the 24 yard line. Yeah, really good run by Lavelle there. He kind of bounced it outside. Looked like he might have been tackled for maybe a one or two yard gain, but he was able to break it out, get out to the 25. Right now, Big Mo is helping surge this Snyder football team right up the field into what is now a first and ten play from the 25, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Juarez is a wide out to the near right-hand side. Two wide outs to the far left as Snyder goes left to right. Back to pass. Hopert looks over the middle. Pass complete. Down to the 10. Down to the 5. Spinning free to the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Wayne Snyder. Lincoln Fierks, the tight end on the reception, his fifth score of the season, and we are a point after conversion away from a tied ball game. Yeah, really good pass there, hit the tight end open five yards down the field, and at that point he just turned his big body upfield, and nobody could tackle him, and he got into the end zone. So now the point after conversion to tie this football game, Nick Telemontes. He is nearly flawless as a kicker in point after conversions. And he hit the school with the last one. He put that thing deep. He's got a little wind on his tail, but that's, that's just a pretty darn good kicker there. Point after conversion. Hold is there. The snap is there. A wobbly kick is up and to the uprights. It is good. Timeout on the field. 5-0-9 to play third quarter. We fans have a brand new ball game. Mishawaka 21. Fort Wayne Snyder 21. You're in two with this Class 5A Regional Championship. Lace up the boxing gloves. We've got some football to be played. Stay tuned. We'll continue with third quarter action after this on 96-1 the ton. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. As dominating as the first quarter was for Mishawaka, quarter number three has been ultra-dominating for the Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers. Two scores, one by... Uriah Buchanan, another one by Lincoln Firks on his fifth touchdown reception of the season. And with another extra point there by Telemontes. 5-0-9 third quarter, and we're right where we started, tied up, although it's 21-21. And this one will be high and deep into the end zone, right over the head of Trey Thomas. And Mishawaka with a touchback will start first and 10 at their own 20. Time to answer the bell. Yeah, Matt just, Rendell. I mean, honestly, just like the first quarter for the Cavemen, that's what kind of what happened here in the third quarter for Snyder. Two possessions, they got a three and out for the Cavemen, two touchdowns, and all of a sudden you're tied up with 5.09 in the third quarter. Cavemen are going to have to respond. We'll see where they go. Cavemen still haven't thrown any passes, so that might be something to try to catch the Snyder Panthers off guard a little Certainly bit. Certainly it was very opportunistic last week in the win at Concord. Fisher under center. Two wings, single setback is Chase Gooden. He will blast up the middle, and from the 20 will be dropped to the 23 for a gain of three. Yeah, and again, that's a run that Chase Gooden gets hit for no yards and gets three out of, right? So if he can be healthy enough to be in there, he's, it's a huge asset for the caveman. He certainly was the workhorse of the entire first quarter. 
and into the early stretches of quarter two before a shoulder injury kind of was re-aggravated, set out the rest of the half, but here with this regional championship on the line, the senior fullback is back out there, and they will fake it his way, pitch out to the left. Good blocker up the field for the first down, Chance Hardy, out past the 30 to the 31. That was a great block upfield. Garrett Ginter, Cole Schalberg, Bean Smith, all on the blocking core out there for Chance Hardy and uh, Hang also a star on the read there by Brady Fisher. Well, they were, Chance Hardy had a lot of grass and dirt in his face mask there as they were getting that out, but a great run there. You get nervous when those defenders come from behind you and hit you and you thought maybe the, the ball might come out That's, uh, and might want to take him out, just take a look, make sure he's okay. That's a turf trophy is yeah. what that is on your helmet. Fisher, handoff, explosion right up the middle. It is Chase Gooding getting the inside handoff, and he will explode forward from the 31 for only one. Yeah, he got tripped up there. It looked like the pile was moving, but I think he just got barely tripped up and went down. The knee went down to the 32, gained him one, second and nine, 345 here in period three, tied at 21 all. The winner will advance to the Class 5A Northern Semi-State next week against the winner of the valparaiso Merrillville game going on right now in Porter County. Under center, Fisher, scissors play, handoff in the misdirection from right to left goes to Chaz Hardy, and Hardy will get maybe a yard or two out to the 34, a gain of two. And this is where we were, you know, last drive, third and five. This is third and seven. Caveman didn't have much there on the last drive and then the bad punt. I can't imagine unless you lose a lot of yards here. If you gain a few yards, I don't think they go back to the punting unit. Gambling time in the regionals. Fisher will settle under center. Third and seven. Bean Smith in motion. Now, Fisher will reset his team, bring Bean Smith back to a wing left. Now they'll take the snap. Handoff to the outside. It is nothing happening there for 44. Chase Gooden, he's bottled up for a loss. No, actually a gain of only one. Yeah, it looks like he got just a short gain. But again, I don't know that you go back to punt after that last punt went 12 yards. You got a better chance maybe just trying to get something here on fourth down. And worst case scenario, you give him the ball at about the same spot you did last drive. Here is the Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. I think Bob Seeger had a song about that. But fourth down and six. Tied game. Regional championship. Two minutes, nine seconds. Third quarter. Fans are making some noise. Under center, Fisher takes the snap. Rolls out. Takes the pitch. Tries to get to the outside. He'll be bottled up about a yard and a half shy of the first down. Great head fake. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, good fake pitch there, but didn't have enough. That was a play that would have got you four most any day, but not six. Yeah, and just a tough way, you know, to, to turn it over there at the, looks like the 38-yard line. And now the defense really got to step up. They've given up two straight touchdowns. They weren't on the field much in the first half. And now even just a field goal gives you the lead, and they got the kicker to do it for sure. And they're not thinking field goals, though. They're thinking touchdowns and trying to get this lead now. Uh, for the first time tonight. So the fourth down attempt, the cavemen do not go to the punt game, but instead they try to go for it. They are stopped at the 38, and now Snyder will go to work inside handoff. It'll be Langston Lavelle, who set out the first drive of this third quarter. 
in favor of junior Uriah Buchanan, but Lavelle in there now, and he will push forward with a good surge off the offensive line by Snyder. Up front, Paul Lynn is the center at 5'8", 240. Carter Wilson, 6'2", 240. Brandon Stuckey, 6'3", 270, with Ethan, Ethan Dodson and Paul Hager as the tackles on the left and right side, respectively. Hand off, left side, Lavelle, first down to Moore, past the 20, down to the 15, inside the 10, and run out of bounds near the five-yard line. Right now, the Cayman defense has heads down. They're looking a little gassed right now. They've had to be out there a lot here and weren't out a lot in the first half. So see what they can do. Now it's first and goal. Oh, no, they're going to call him actually out before that. So let's check the spot. Where are they going to mark him out of bounds? They say he touched out of bounds in the 13. Yeah. Still a first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. A minute 16 to play. Third quarter. Mishawaka 21, Fort Wayne Snyder 21, Snyder down 21 zip at one point, looking to take the lead. Hopert sends his man in motion, fakes left, looks to the right, connects to Juarez. Juarez breaks one tackle and races to the end zone for a 13-yard touchdown reception, and Snyder has grabbed the lead by six. Touchdown, Fort Wayne Snyder. Yeah, really great play. The fake screen to the far side. They came back to the near side, and Juarez was there. He caught that, and he took off, and the caveman didn't have a chance as he just ran right by him. So Snyder wastes little time on that drive. Just four plays. Yeah, not very many plays there. And now a point after conversion upcoming that will turn a 21-0 deficit into what is currently a six. It could be a seven-point lead. Waiting for the snap. Talamentez with a good hold and dig by his holder there. That was Jarvis who got it on the tee with a low snap and the extra point conversion is up and good. Timeout in the field, a stunned steel stadium. Mishawaka has seen Fort Wayne Snyder bounce back to score four scores of their own. And with a minute eight to go third quarter, our score, Fort Wayne Snyder 28, Mishawaka 21. We'll continue with more third quarter play-by-play action after this here on 96.1 The Top. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller back here. If you'd have told me about mid-second quarter that Mishawaka, if they were going to win a regional, would have to do it in come-from-behind fashion, I'm not sure I would have taken right. that. But right now, that is the fact. After a 21-0 lead at the 3:13 mark in the second period, a kick return has sparked Fort Wayne Snyder. And now the ensuing Panther kickoff. Fielded on the bounce. It's fumbled as Chaz Hardy tried to break free from a couple of tacklers. The ball was knocked free, and Fort Wayne Snyder has recovered inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, and absolutely not what you want there. If you're a caveman fan, Chaz Hardy had to pick it up at the one. He got it out to the seven or eight, and it just kind of popped out. A lot of hesitation on whether to let that ball go or to pick it up. Hardy opted to pick it up right at the goal line, kind of juggled it for just a moment, hustled back up to around the ten, went to make a really aggressive cut and tried to switch directions, and he got popped by a Dwinger or checked at a Snyder defender got my Fort Wayne schools confused for a moment and right now the first down will start here for Fort Wayne Snyder and they have all the momentum you could ask for 
They officially mark the ball at the 11-yard line. First and 10. So Hopert takes a snap, fakes the inside handoff, rolls out to the left, and his outlet pass is deflected by Mishawaka's Isaac Valdez. Yeah, Valdez looks hurt. I mean, he got up to bat that down, but he's kind of hobbling around out there, and I'm sure he's just trying to give it a go here, especially down seven, and you got to make a big stop. So that a deflected pass stops the clock at 59 seconds here in the third quarter. This has been a very lengthy, lengthy period three that has seen momentum grabbed, tackled, and dominated by Fort Wayne Snyder. Inside handoff, it is Buchanan. Buchanan tries to run off left tackle and getting it past the 10 and dump right there for a short gain. They have marked at the 11, it looks like. Also, Nowacki credited for the tackle. You can hear public address announcer Mike Bresky in the background. Yeah, so they're going to say no gain. So you got third and 10 from the 11-yard line. There was a lot of defenders there ready for that run. And now we'll see the Cavemen need a stop here, down seven, as the clock ticks down here in the third quarter. Snyder 28, Mishawaka 21. Here from Steel Stadium in the Princess City of Mishawaka. Shotgun formation. Luke Hopert, the junior quarterback, gets the floating snap, fires a line drive right over the middle. Great, great pass to Juarez. Kamari Juarez, who had the kick return and now his second pass reception for a score. He's got the hat trick. And suddenly Snyder has surged to a lead of 34-21. Yeah, and a great route there. Trey Thomas went up to the top, and he ran all the way over there. Juarez took uh, one kind of uh, kind of a, a post a little bit almost, took a you know five or six steps out and then cut it in and had no chance. That speed and athleticism Juarez has, there was no chance for any defender out there and an easy touchdown. Talamentez with the point after conversion. He is four for four. He is five for five. Line drive kick with... An exclamation point through the uprights. Timeout of the field. 13 seconds to go here in period number three. Fort Wayne Snyder with five unanswered scores to erase the 21-0 deficit. They lead Mishawaka 35-21. Back after this on 96-1 the ton. Final seconds of the third quarter here. And oh, has Big Mo switched allegiances. Everything you could ask for from Mishawaka for the first roughly 22 minutes of this football game in total domination of the number one ranked team in Class 5A. That would be the Panthers of Fort Wayne Snyder. But since that kick return, Snyder got a little flicker of hope and they have poured kerosene on the momentum fire and has burned the cavemen here for four straight scores and now a little pooch kick. Fielded at the 20-yard line. Fumbled by the caveman and then returned on a diving save there by Jack Troyer. Yeah, he caught it. And he had, looked, like, looked like he had kind of put it away, but then he just put it on the ground, got a few yards, and just went down. So the caveman will start with the ball, and what they need is, is obviously at this point down two touchdowns, going to need some yards and some scores. You can't completely get away from your playbook on everything you've worked on and everything right. you've certainly done very successfully in this football game in particular early but at the same time too well i'm sure they at halftime right i'm sure they've practiced some big plays though that they haven't had to use yet so see what they do here fisher takes the snap fakes the outside step and pitch to beat smith and keeps it himself and he'll curl up the field 
only for a yard gain out to the 26. Second and nine, and that will be the final play of our third quarter. So the Mishawaka Cavemen are going to need a little magic. Once up 21-0, now trail going to the fourth by two scores. Our score after three, number one, Fort Wayne Snyder, 35 Fourth-ranked Mishawaka 21. We invite you to stay tuned. Fourth quarter play-by-play next as you're in two of the Class 5A Regional Championship here on 96-1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. We turn the page to quarter number four along with Matt Rendell of the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller. After three quarters of football, Fort Wayne Snyder with five, counting five touchdowns in a row, now leads host Mishawaka 35-21 in the opening snap of period three on second and nine from the 26. The handoff to a workhorse fullback. Chase Gooden results in no gain. Fort Wayne Snyder is basically at this point saying someone else is going to have to beat yeah. us. Well, Chase Gooden is not. Right, and now with third and long, they're going to bring they're going to play a little bit deeper in more of a coverage look, see what they came and do. Fisher takes the snap, rolls out, pump fakes, throws over the middle. Pass caught there by Chaz Hardy. First down, caveman, as he stopped at the 38-yard line. Actually, I think they're going to give him forward yeah. progress only to the 37, but he only needed to the 35. So first down, Mishawaka on their first pass play of the game. And one of the best pass plays we've seen the caveman run. His first read wasn't there to Bean Smith. He rolled out, he threw across his body, hit Chaz Hardy right right in the chest and a nice easy first down for the caveman. Hardy on the reception his fifth catch of the season. First and ten brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Now a handoff. It is to Gooden and he will run off right tackle. Great surge from the line of scrimmage and dropped after a gain of about seven. This is the first kind of life the Cavemen have had in the second half. They really haven't had much going. They had a first down on their second drive but really didn't have much there. And then here, they got a, a big pass play on third down, a good first down run, and now the Cavemen are moving a little faster. Ethan Bryce, a wide out right. Bean Smith fakes motion, and now they'll try that inside handoff again to Chase Gooden, and there's nothing there. Gooden is met immediately by the defender. Yeah, it looks like a, a little bit of an injury there. It looked like 99. Warren was down. He's kind of limping, but... Good sportsmanship. Tanner Parmley helping him up there. That's well, nice to see it late in the game. Warren and Parmley helping one another up. And I know just moments ago, one of the other defenders for Snyder helping Chase Gooden up. They're getting after it. A lot of respect, though, between these two programs and certainly these two head coaches who are friends. Motion, fake, pitch, left. Fisher goes to Hardy. Hardy dives forward to the 50 and gets the Mishawaka first down on third and five. Boy, oh boy, is that a big one. And a much-needed first down. They string first downs together back-to-back for the first time since the second quarter. Right. And a first down sponsored by Kevin Putz in first Midwest Mortgage right at the 50. Yeah. First and 10, Caveman. And, Brian, it's all been hard, though. They've gotten to two third downs in a row. They've had to run very good, well-executed plays to get first down, so they're going to need to get some some more yardage here and do it a little bit quicker. We're down under 10 minutes. Wide out to the far left and right. Now screen play to the near side to Hardy, and that was read very, very well by the Snyder offense, or rather the Snyder defense. Brandon Logan from the strong safety position stepped in and almost met Chaz Hardy the moment the ball got there. 
Yeah, and Hardy looks out of out of breath at least there. And, and honestly, they're lucky that's not a backwards pass and a fumble. That pass was kind of right on the line there, so they're going to call it incomplete. But that's a that's Well, a the officials did not hesitate. No, they were on right. it immediately. Now, because if it's a reverse pass or a backwards pass, then it becomes a fumble. Right. But instead, the incompletion stops the clock at 9.16 to go. The Cavemen in a must-score offensive possession. Fisher takes a snap, outside pitch, goes to beat Smith. Stutter steps, tries to find an opening, there's nothing there. One, two, three, four, five white jerseys all around the football. Lucas Rohrbacher and his defense up to the task right there. And Hardy still doesn't look like he's totally healthy out there. He's kind of been squatting down and stuff. But now you got third and very long here for the Cavemen. Third and 12 to be exact from the 48-yard line. Down by two scores, 35-21. Brady back to pass. Throws to the right side. Pass is caught by Bean Smith. That ball went literally through the hands of defender Levi Overholzer. Overholzer on the tackle, but literally he kind of shook his head because how did I miss that ball? That went right through his hands. It was a perfectly thrown bullet there by Brady Fisher. And now this ball game and this season is on the line. Absolutely, yeah. He passed by Dean Smith, caught, and picked up for a gain of about 10 yards. But on a play they needed 12, now they face fourth and two. Season, game, postseason, all right here. Fourth and two, under center. Fisher hands it away. Gooden off right tackle. Blast once, twice. He has the first down to the 40 yard line, but just gets enough. Yeah, they're going to say it's tight. Snyder's sideline thinks he doesn't have it. I think from here he he fought hard enough. I don't think he got a very good spot, though. Yeah, he's got it at the 40, and that looks like where the chains are. And now they're going to ask for a measurement. I thought he got past the 40, personally. I, I think it was close. So the clock stops at 7.48 to play. And one of our sponsors, proud to bring you high school sports on the radio, is Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips. You can add some real crunch to your next tailgate party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers at your favorite local grocer. And we want to thank Martin Supermarket for joining our lineup of sponsors here tonight. Stop by Martin's and... Grab a bag of Chase Crutchers for your weekend tailgating. I don't know. I'm looking big, at, big snap. I'm looking big, at that big. again, and it looks like they have the spot right on. He got kind of spun around a few times. But they got the first down by about barely. the length yeah. of the football. Well, you have the luxury yeah, of the Mishawaka Network yeah, replay right. <laughs> right in front of you. And, and I think they got him on the right spot. I think he spun around and just wasn't able to get the ball out there far enough, but he did get the 40, which is all they needed. So right now... A caveman offense that has to answer. A team that has offensively been carried by their offensive line. A senior offensive line right now. The call of urgency is here. Ethan Bryce will be a wide out right. Ace Troyer will be the split and wide far left. Wingmen are Bean Smith and Chaz Hardy under center. Hand off, fake it to Gooden. Keeper by Fisher. Turn, spins forward, dies past the 35 to the 34. Gain of six. When you're hearing fans wanting to move faster, I think they're doing okay. I know they need to score, but at this point, you're scoring, trying to get onside's kick and getting it back. I think you want to keep running your offense, try to get down the field, and score a touchdown. All this has been hard, right? you got to get in the end zone. All 
Three timeouts remain for both schools. Three for Mishawaka, three for Fort Wayne Snyder, who leads it 35-21 with 7.05 to play. Toss sweep, near side, Bean Smith, big block by Chance Hardy, trying to leap over an intended tackler is Bean Smith. He does a track hurdle past the 30 to the 29 and does pick up the K-Man first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Well, and that was a topic of conversation a few years ago against New Prairie where Ke- Chase Ketter, who's out in Notre Dame, uh, hurdled a, a K-Man defender. I don't think that's in the rules. I think that's against the rules in high school football. That was a conversation after that game. I don't know if it's changed in the last few years, but... Well, it counted for a first down right. right there and a much-needed first down. Fisher takes a snap, takes the outside pitch. He gives a look to Chaz Hardy but opts to keep it and tuck it inside to about the 26. Gain of uh, maybe just a couple. Second down. Most importantly, 6-24 to play here in the fourth quarter. Mishawaka trailing by two scores, 35-21. The Cavemen had a 21-0 lead. With 3.30 to play in the second quarter, but a kick return sparks Snyder, and they have dominated the second half of play. Five straight scores by the visiting Panthers. Fisher takes a snap, turns, fires, downfield, caught by Troyer, and cuts inside about the 16-yard line and picks up another caveman first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, a gain of 12. Yeah, really good pass and catch there. Troyer's got great hands, hasn't had a lot of opportunities this year, but caught that one very cleanly, brought it in, and, and was able to get the first down. Eighth K, the eighth catcher out of the Ferris, who was one of Jim Azari's and Dean Huppert's guests on K-Bank Corner past Monday at Monterey Mexican Grill in motion. Scissors play. Hand off. Beat Smith. Up the middle. Ten. Five. Dives to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Beam Smith on the inside rush. His third rushing score of the season is fourth overall. And now the conversion. And they're out there to go for two. They're going for two at 5.36 to play. But what a big, big answer right there to snap a five-touchdown run. And now the toss. Sweeping to the outside on the reverse, trying to dive for the end zone, and just short of the pylon is Bean Smith. They looked to the short side of the field. They went with a toss sweep, and Bean Smith just could not get the angle on three different Fort Wayne Snyder defenders, so the conversion fails. However, touchdown Mishawaka on the carry by Bean Smith, and our score with 5.36 to play here in our fourth quarter. Mishawaka now trails Fort Wayne Snyder by 8. Snyder, 35. Mishawaka, 27. Caveman will kick it off when we come back. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman football in 96. A much-needed touchdown by Mishawaka to snap a five-touchdown streak by Fort Wayne Snyder. Makes this a 35-27 game, although the two-point conversion was also close, but also... Missed opportunity. Yeah, it was a deep pitch to, to Bean Smith, and I think it, they had Ethan Bryce running across the back of the end zone. I think it w- had an option to pass it, as this is going to be onside kick. Onside kick, but I don't think it's going to roll the needed 10 yards. It went nine. I don't and think that's a bad onside kick, though. It was close, and if that rolls a few inches for or a few a couple feet further, that's going uh, 
to the caveman. And none of, none of the Snyder guys went for it either, which is a dangerous play if that rolls. But that'll be uh, kicked off to Snyder there at the Mishawaka 49. So 5.36 to play. Snyder with possession now and the lead of eight. Each school, both Mishawaka and visiting Fort Wayne Snyder with all three timeouts remaining here in the second half. And right now, if there was ever a chant of LOD, now is the time. Shotgun formation, first and ten. Hopert, inside handoff. They'll sweep it to the right side. Broken tackle, one, two, past the 45, up to the 42-yard line. That is Billingsley on the carry. Yeah, and that's a play that they came and haven't seen tonight, that kind of sweep from the shotgun there, and Billingsley cut it upfield and was able to get eight or nine yards. Maybe seven. Billingsley, the younger of the two Billingsleys, Kieran, has had a couple big plays tonight on the offense, although not a starter officially, but has had some big plays here for this Snyder offense and this come-from-behind effort. Gain of seven, make it second and three. High snap, good save by Hopert. Right up the middle, big hole, first down and more, down to the 20, down to the 15, to the 10, five, touchdown, Fort Wayne Snyder. And just like that, the Panthers with Langston Lavelle going 38 yards, and they re-up the lead to a two-score advantage. Yeah, really great run. Once he gets past the line of scrimmage, you see both the size and athleticism of Lavelle there. And what, what happened was the Cavemen early on were bottling him up, and honestly they were just keeping the ball away from Fort Wayne, from Snyder. And right there, once he got an open field, Cavemen didn't stand a chance. Gentlemen, who is 5 for 5 tonight in point after conversions, will await the snap and hold with a kick that will be against the wind. Snap is there with a valiant effort to knock it away, but this one goes wide to the right. So it is a 14-point ball game. Time out of the field, 4.48 to play, but Snyder with another big play pushes the lead back to a two-score contest. Fort Wayne Snyder 41, Mishawaka 27. You're in two with the Class 5A Regional Championship here on 96-1 the ton. We're back after this. Feeling a little freeze. At least the freeze frame here. Back to Steel Stadium along with the Mishawaka Network's Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Time right now, a mega factor. Four minutes, 48 seconds remaining. And Mishawaka, the 10-1 Cavemen, battling the number one and 10-1 Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers who were ready to tee it up and kick off to continue this game. Had it fall off thanks to the wind of Mother Nature. And Telemontes will re-tee it. I don't know if he used a stick of gum or something there to maybe <laughs> hold it down, but if it falls again, they're going to require somebody to put the old Charlie Brown finger to it. Here's the approach, the kick. It is a high line drive that is fielded at the 10 by Chaz Hardy. Back straight forward to the 15, 20, 25, and a shake and make move up to the 27-yard line. And then he's brought down by a posse. Uh, special teamers from Fort Wayne Snyder. That one led by Deontay Sanders, a 5'10 senior, on the special teams tackle. So 4.41 to play. And Mishawaka needs 
kind of the microwave special, yeah. an instant meal here. They need an instant score in they got to find a way within a couple of minutes. Right. You can't do what you did on the last drive where you kind of took it down, took it down. I still think that was the right move. You got it within one score. You couldn't get the stop, and now you got to move. But now you really got to move. Trailing now, 41-27. Fisher out of the backfield will throw on a pass catch by Bean Smith. He has dropped at the 32-yard line. They gain him just three. Bean Smith, Levi Overholzer on the tackle. And it'll be second down, second along caveman. Yeah, and you say, why that short pass? They don't have a ton of long passes in their playbook, and I think you're just trying to get athletes in space. If he breaks a tackle, he's got a chance. He's got a lot of open space, so you want to try to get it out in space, and you got to move a little faster. Fisher, 23 of 47 in passing on the season. Back to pass, airs it to the left side. Pass is caught, and then immediately wrestled down is Ace Troyer. A gain of about three maybe four actually forward progress they will say a gain of five and now it's third and a long two yeah and that's a really good catch he slipped out of his break there and almost did the splits catching that clock go down to 345 to go Ethan Bryce is near to the wide right side with single coverage two wingmen toss sweep near side Bean Smith blockers out front tries to cut it back inside he's dropped at the 42 yeah, but that's going to get you a first down if you can hurry to the line, get something set up. You still got three and a half minutes left. 3.30 and counting now as they reset the clock as the ball is marked at the Mishawaka 42-yard line near right hash mark. K-Ben going from left to right and or north to south here at the Steel Stadium. Crisscross, scissors play. Chaz Hardy gets nothing there. And at some point... The K-Men have to burn some timeouts. Each school has three timeouts remaining. Yeah, and that's a tough play right there. That's a play you try to get yardage, and right now you're running clock. You're, the play clock's running, the game clock's running. You lost two yards. You still need to go 60 to get a touchdown. Second and 12 at 2.50 to play from the K-Man 40. Fake of the toss sweep. Back to pass. Catch there by Hardy. He gets pounded and then juggles and bobbles the ball out of bounds. What a great hit there by Billingsley. Yeah, it looked like an easy completion there. But then he kind of, Billingsley there was guarding somebody else. He was defending deeper, and he kind of cut on that right when the ball was thrown. And the little bobble was just enough to knock that ball out, and now he got third and long. Now it does stop the clock with the incompleted pass, but... Keydrell Billingsley, the five foot seven, hundred and sixty pound senior. What yeah. a exclamation well, point on that hit. That was Hardy a great play. Hardy went to the sideline right after that. He got hit pretty hard, so he's out. As and you're gonna call a timeout here. That's tough without the clock running. But the came in need a big third down play. Gotta find a little magic here with two forty to go. We'll take a break. K Man timeout, their first of three and a half. Our score, Fort Wayne Snyder forty one, Mishawaka twenty seven. We're back in thirty seconds here on your home for Mishawaka K Man football. Ninety six won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Back here to Steel Stadium during the Mishawaka timeout. A lot of former K Men chiming in on Twitter tonight and also on the uh, old fashioned texting machine. <laughs> Saying hi to old Jeff. Fashion. Saying hi to Jeff Holland. Down, well, it is old fashioned now. That's old news. <laughs> saying hi to Jeff Holland down in Florida. Hope you're enjoying the much warmer weather down in the Sunshine State. And former Mishawaka's 
Basketball standout, Steph Beck. Tuned in tonight okay. as well out west. Snap. Back to pass on third and 12. They'll throw it up in the air. Trey Thomas tries to tip it to himself. It's incomplete. Good defense there by Billingsley. And also Overholzer. So now fourth and 12. And the K-Men obviously have got to get a first down here. It'll be fourth and 12 from the 40. So they're going to need to get the football past midfield out to about the 48 in Snyder territory. They trail 41-27 with 2.35 to play. And here we go. Caveman under center with Fisher. Pump fakes. Throws it over the middle. Way over the head of Hardy. It is incomplete and intercepted there by Levi Overholzer. His third pick of the year. Overholzer is tackled immediately by Hardy. But now Fort Wayne Snyder with possession and momentum and looking like they're going to have made this long trip from the Summit City to take home a regional championship. Yeah, just a, kind of a pump fake on that as Coach Kinder's going to take a timeout. I don't know what he's he's talking with the officials about something. I think right now he's taking this timeout to just get his team over. Uh, I think not, not necessarily to wave the white flag, but to give him a little pep talk, say, hey, we've played hard, we've had a good year. Let's go out there, give it one last couple plays here uh, and see see how it turns out. Don't give up now. Right. But the unfortunate thing is reality starting to set in. Yeah. Just a quick update, Sean. Halftime in New Prairie, 48-0. to zero. New Prairie putting yeah. a curtain on Northridge. Well, not a good night for Northern Lakes Conference schools. No. Started out well here. It started out as well as you could have asked. So the timeout by Keith Kinder, his second of the half. The K-Men have one remaining. About five of the assistant coaches along with Coach Kinder out there to have a word with his defense. That's going to have to lace it up right now and try to force some, I will call, miracle turnover. Seeing some great sportsmanship right now. You see guys shaking hands and congratulating one another because... You're going to see a couple knees. Yeah, you're, probably going to, knee, yeah. you're probably going to see some substitutes coming in and out here. And there is the victory formation. And the first knee taken of what probably will be about four more by Luke Hopert and Fort Wayne Snyder. So the caveman season in another two minutes and ten seconds is going to close. At 2-10, and ten, and Fort Wayne Snyder is going to pick up their 17th ever regional championship. Their first since 2016, and under two minutes now, play clock down to 10. The game clock at a minute 49, and Snyder leads it by a 41-27 count. Second, knee taken by Hopert. And I referenced him as a junior earlier. I stand corrected, a senior quarterback. For veteran head coach Kurt yeah, Tipman and his Snyder staff. The Cayman had 12 guys on the field right there, but Carmine Orozco came off the field, get those seniors one last chance out there. Orozco's got a bright future as a sophomore for this Cayman team. And this is where reality hits. What a season, what a career. 
with this, some of these K-Men players. Again, victory formation for Snyder on second now, third down. They will take the snap and just stand and hold the ball, and then the official will blow the whistle as a play blown dead. Yeah, and a really hard-fought game. I mean, honestly, the Cavemen, again, got off to a huge start, but you're playing the number one team in the state, a team that has beaten pretty much everybody they've played except for one of the best teams in 6A right now, and you had them on the ropes. Like, you had chances there. You got it within uh, eight towards the end there, and you just couldn't couldn't pull it out. And like you said, really great season by this Cavemen football team. A 21-0 lead evaporated with a score just before half. Under center, Hopert will take the snap. 19 seconds, he will drop back. And he's just going to stand stationary, and they're going to just let the final 11 seconds go off the clock. Six seconds. Hopert still holding the football, basically with no play made. And at triple zero, he's going to hand the football to the official, and that is going to do it. And a very... Very dejected Mishawaka Caveman group. Many being consoled by their teammates, but also by members yeah. of visiting Fort Wayne Snyder. Some great, great, great stellar sportsmanship being certainly uh, an example here this evening. Yeah, Isaac Valdez was on the ground pretty upset. You saw a look like wide receiver Jordan Lee for, for Fort Wayne Snyder over there, helping him up, giving him a hug. It's a tough way uh, to go out anytime you lose, but... Uh, you know, you got the handshake line, and, and just really proud, of, honestly, of both these teams. They played very hard, a big comeback by Snyder, where the Cavemen played played a great game, to, to, especially in the first half. So final score, Fort Wayne Snyder, 41, Mishawaka, 27, our final. A dominant second half by the visitors from the Summit City, and they will improve their record to 11-1 and advance to the Class 5A semi-state championship next week to represent the North in a uh, one-game playoff to determine who will play for the state championship. And right now, it will either be Merrillville or Valparaiso. Last report, Merrillville had the lead. Well, Valpo scored. It's 15-14 now in the third quarter. Valpo leads. And Valpo with the lead. So we'll keep you updated as long as we're on the air here in our post-game show. But unfortunately for the Mishawaki Cavemen, the 2022 campaign comes to a close. Final score, Fort Wayne Snyder, 41, Mishawaka, 27. Stay tuned. Our postgame show is coming up next. We'll check scoring statistics, have a brief recap, and certainly we will salute this K-Ben football team for a tremendous 2022 campaign. Again, our final, Mishawaka falls in this Class 5A Regional Championship. Snyder, 41, K-Ben, 27. You heard it here on your home for K-Ben Sports, 96 won the ton, and the Mishawaka Network. This is the Mishawaka Caveman Postgame Show on 96.1 The Ton. And welcome back to Steel Stadium along with Matt Rendell of the Mishawaka Network, Matt Embry from our 96.1 The Ton studios, and all the uh, fans here tonight uh, strolling Right now, not for the exits, but if you're a Mishawaka fan, probably 80% of those fans are heading down to the south end of the Steel Stadium home bleacher areas, and that would be to have one final moment with their player. Their seniors, there's 25 of those, 
believe me, uh, this hits home when your season comes to a close. And for much of this night, especially the first hour of football, the first two quarters of football, it looked like Mishawaka was going to have another week because this K-Man club jumped out to a 21-0 lead. Just absolute domination in the trenches. But from that transition of a 21-0 lead, a kick return gave Snyder just a little flicker of hope, kind of lit the, the fire going to the locker room, and Snyder did a tremendous job. Uh, would love to get some insight on the X's and O's of the adjustments that Snyder made in the trenches to defend the run. It was a tale of two halves, and Snyder made the adjustments and came out the much better team in half number two. And at one point, Snyder scored five unanswered scores, four of those early in the half, and they would go on to a 41-27 victory. Matt, your thoughts? Well, the five drives in the second half, if you don't count the kneels at the end, uh, by by Snyder, all five turned into touchdowns, and that's where you, you really you know they start. And the Cavemen, oppositely, punt, not a very good punt on their first drive. Turnover on downs on the second drive, and then they did get the touchdown, but it took them almost seven minutes to get that. And so, uh, you just, adjustments very clear, very clear adjustments. And from that kickoff return in the first half on, it was pretty much all Snyder. Certainly. A Snyder club that came here with a resume that was also impressive with a 10-1 record. Certainly a tradition that is uh, rivaled by few with, in their school's history, with this win, 110 career postseason wins against just 38 defeats. 28 sectionals, now nine, or, excuse me, now 17 regional championships, and next week they will go for the school's eighth ever semi-state crown. In comparison, the Cavemen now are 66 and 42 all-time in the postseason after winning their 15th sectional in football history last Friday over Concord. Their quest for regional title number four comes up just a bit shy. Uh, 1991. 2012 and 2018 were the past regional titles. But for, again, the first 22 minutes plus tonight, it looked like the cavemen were going to get on a bus and head to Merrillville next week or host the Valparaiso Vikings. But instead, Keith Kinder and his cavemen are going to pack the gear, and all you have to do is tip your cap to Fort Wayne Snyder. They're one hell of a football team. Yeah, you saw the athletes. You saw the kick return. Juarez had three total touchdowns. Uh, Lavelle came on in the second half, a couple big runs. Um, But... Uh, do you mind if I get into stats? Let's do go it. For it. Uh, if you think about it, really, the Cavemen still only gave up 217 yards, right? So if you think about that, because of the short fields in the second half, because of the kick return touchdowns, the 41 points is on the board. But 20 rushes, 150, uh, only six completions for 67 yards, but three passing touchdowns, uh, not a lot of penalties, good conversion rate. And if you talk about for, for Fort Wayne Snyder, on the, the, in terms of leaders, you, you're talking about the rushing – uh, Lavelle ended up with eight carries, 86 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Buchanan ended up with six carries, only 15 yards, but scored a touchdown. Big runs by the quarterback there for four, uh, four for 40 yards. And so uh, just a, a good game overall in terms of passing, six for 11, 67 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. The Cavemen turned it over twice. I mean, one of them at the end, but two turnovers for the Cavemen. For the Cavemen, 61 carries. Again, you're talking about the Cavemen team that off to a great start. 61 carries, 343 yards, had five completions for 37 yards, uh, but it just wasn't enough as they needed to convert more down the stretch and weren't able to. 
Uh, Brady Fisher, 15 carries, 116 yards and a touchdown. Chase Gooden, good to see him back in the second half, but not as effective as he was in the first half. 25 carries, 106 yards, excuse me, and two touchdowns. Eight carries for Chaz Hardy, 61 yards. Uh, six carries, 37 yards uh, for Bean Smith and a touchdown. And then uh, four carries, 14 yards for Novell Miller as he had a good game as well. So overall, uh, a pretty good game by the Cavemen. If you gave those stats and said you were up 21 nothing, I think you would have been happy about it. But just the kind of extra class, those athletes for, for uh, Snyder came out in the second half and, and showed why they're ranked first in the state. And now the walk back on the field by the 25 Mishawaka football seniors after having some final words in the locker room with their coaching staff and some moments to reflect, they head back out of the locker room and they head down into the south end zone here at Steel Stadium and now will have as much time as they need to reflect on not just tonight, not just 2022, but four years of Mishawaka football. And I know it hits home for 25 families. It hits home for our family at home with my stepson, Colt Schalberg, who had a tremendous year on the offensive line, but what a season it was. It was just not meant to be because certainly playing as well as Mishawaka did in the first half, Snyder played that much Absolutely. better in half number two and made those adjustments. You could talk about some big plays on special teams, but in the trenches they figured out how to defend the caveman after a tutorial by Mishawaka with their flex bone offense and the triple option in the uh, first 22 minutes of football truly the final 26 27 minutes of this game were dominated by the panthers of fort wayne snyder they improved to 11 and 1 in the season and again they went in here tonight 41 27 and just I, I i said it earlier but quick shout out students running the mishawaka network tonight they did great especially senior jack osborne he's on the sidelines running up and down getting footage just during the season he was in the band so he'd do band pregame and halftime take his uniform off grab a camera uh if you saw stuff online he did a lot of that work too so big shout out to all of them running a great uh great uh, game here tonight but all season and many of them didn't know a lot about football going into the year they do and now so they do now yeah <laughs> so really big shout out to them and as we get ready for winter sports season as we're, we're doing uh, all the basketball games as well as wrestling. but the good so. news for all the mishawaka network people <laughs> and us old broadcasters it's a lot warmer in the cave That's than it right. is out That's here right. tonight <laughs> believe you me but what a night for high school football yeah. what a night for mishawaka caveman football a great crowd uh, battling the elements out here um, there are no words to express how important football is to this community for sure. and for this high school, uh, for the Mishawaki Cavemen. Yeah. Matt, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think I, I want to make sure we stress, I, I, I'm a teacher here. I love teaching. I love working with the kids. Um, it's sad that they lost, but they had a great season, and I want people to be proud of the positive aspects of the season. You played well in the NLC you got second you played well all season you had a lot of big wins and and I'm always about looking at the positive sides of things I know it stinks to lose but I root for IU football so I I know I know, <laughs> you know, honey, all you about know. It, right? <laughs> so but uh it's an exciting time to to be a Mishawaka caveman it's sad here tonight but uh when we go back to school I want to make sure everybody's really proud of the, of, of the work these kids put in and and the season that they had it was a pleasure to be on the radio to call the game tonight 
Uh, pleasure working with you a handful of times this season. I know Sean Styers, the voice that came in, has uh, had his hands full with uh, his duties of covering Notre Dame women's basketball. He's on assignment time in St. Louis with the Irish women's team. Uh, certainly, uh, we had a lot of fun uh, working the games we did and, and the games that Sean called this year. The Cayman came up with 10 victories, but unfortunately, win number 11 did not happen yeah. here this evening. Loss number two, they finished at 10-2 and two overall. And uh, again, congratulations to Coach Keith Kinder, his offense, his defense, and his uh, coaching staff for a job well done. And in particular to these uh, young men, you saw some uh, sophomores grow up in front of our eyes this year with uh, the play that they had. Jackson Snyder uh, on the defensive side. Carmine Certainly Orozco. Yeah. Holy cats, what a, what a player he's going to be. And uh, with the, uh, the highs and the lows that uh, Norvell Miller had this year. But, man, what improvements he made and what a specimen he's going to be and what a bright future there. And certainly an offensive line that they're going to have to rebuild. And uh, uh, 25 seniors will not be easy to uh, certainly uh, uh, immediately just, uh, you know, tape in a, a new a new individual at center or a new individuals at guard or tackle or in some of these other uh, prime running positions. Yeah. But certainly uh, when you've got Brady Fisher quarterback and his coaching staff, you know it'll be uh, just simply uh, kind of reloading for the cavemen, and we wish them uh, best of luck on their offseason and congratulate them again on a fine, fine season. And, and, and like we said, making sure, hey, tune in to winter sports. You'll be doing some of the basketball for, for the cavemen here. We'll be doing all the girls, boys basketball as well as wrestling as we get uh, ready for that. So the Mishawaka Network will be right. very, very, very busy, busy this winter. Uh, girls basketball got a great win against Laporte last night uh, over at the cave. It'll be a new era of Mishawaka boys basketball, Bodie Bender's club. Will they started get, practice this week. Yep, right? and uh, they certainly had their tryouts the first week of practice, and they will have uh, their season unfold and, and tip off actually Thanksgiving Eve. We'll be at the cave with the play-by-play and the uh, duo of Brian Miller and Ron Heklinski. And you can I'm watch, sure, watch I'm it on the sure Mishawaka the, Network. I'm not sure the world's <laughs> ready for that combo. But Heck will join me, of course, uh, recently retired boys basketball yep. coach of the Hall of Famer here from Mishawaka. And uh, Heck and I have uh, talked for years and years about, man, it'll be a lot of fun doing some radio. I would do my Ron Hecklinski impression right now, but I'd probably hurt my throat. <laughs> so I, it'll be a thrill working with him. The, kid, the kids are good at it. Oh, I know. I, I've, I've heard some of them. But uh, we'll look forward to bringing you boys basketball. We will have select girls basketball games on the air all this winter here on 96-1 the ton. But again, our final score here tonight in front of a great crowd at Steel Stadium. It is Mishawaka falling to the Panthers of Fort Wayne Snyder, 41-27. Cavemen drew first blood out of the chute on an impressive 94-yard, 17-play, 9-minute and 19-second drive that gave them the opening score and tally, they played keep away right just like the doctor ordered. Got up 8 nothing onside kick, perfectly executed. They would get the ball back, score just moments later, and a minute 15 to go before half or before the quarter break, rather. And you went through the first quarter, and Snyder never had the football. It was 15 nothing cavemen. Snyder on their opening or their first actual possession would be forced to punt, pin Mishawaka back deep. Cavemen would go on a lengthy drive, would result in a 13-yard touchdown run by Brady Fisher. That made it 21-0. And uh, at that moment, Cavemen fans were starting to think of, uh, well, Maryville or Valpo next week. Well, guess what? 
Fort Wayne Snyder had something to say, and certainly this football game was far from over. A 94-yard kickoff return really got the momentum going. The kick return there by senior Kamari Juarez. That put Snyder on the board, gave them a flicker of light and certainly some momentum at 2.58 to go before halftime. The extra point made it 21-7, but Snyder got the ball to begin the third quarter. They would score at 8.36 in the quarter, 5.09 in the quarter. They build up a 28-14 lead. Mishawaka would soon their score, and for all due purposes, the, the, the fourth quarter was dominated other than one score that Bean Smith would tally at 5.36 to play in the fourth quarter. Uh, the game was pretty much in control by visiting Fort Wayne Snyder. Congratulations to them. They improve to 11-1, and again, they'll play the winner of the valparaiso Merrillville game next week in a Class 5A semi-state. Meanwhile, stay tuned. Next on our post-game show is the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard report with Matt Embry. He's got some scores from around the area and throughout the state. Also updates for you on college hockey at the Compton Family Ice Arena and much, much more. But we're going to sign it off here from Steel Stadium. For Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Thanking you for tuning in. We also want to uh, tip our cap to Sean Styers for his fine work all season long. He is in St. Louis with the Notre Dame women's basketball team. But for Sean, myself, Matt, and all of us here at 96 One the Ton, your home for Mishawaka K-Band Sports, and for all the guys on the, yeah. and gals on the Mishawaka Network, thanks for tuning in and being a part of K-Band Sports. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is next with a complete scoreboard update. This has been Mishawaka K-Band Football. Coach Keith Kinder and team, congratulations on a fine season. I'm Brian Miller signing off from Steel Stadium. Good night, everybody. Continue our postgame coverage. Unfortunately, Mishawaka... Got to such a great start tonight, but unfortunately couldn't keep it going. Fort Wayne Snyder gets the victory over Mitchell Walker tonight. 41-27, Mitchell Walker season comes to an end the regional round at 11-1 and on the year. This is the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard show. U.S. Signcrafters, you love your size and graphic needs. Cancellation and service, U.S. Signcrafters has you covered the region's only three-year warranty. Learn more at ussigncrafters.com. Couple things we did not get to that uh, we're going to get to right now. First of all, is our Rossini's carry of the game, and it came late in the game, courtesy, and it gave Mishawaka a glimmer of hope of Dean Smith in motion. Scissors play, handoff, Dean Smith up the middle, ten, five, there's the end zone, touchdown, touchdown, Mishawaka. That cut the lead down to a touchdown in eight points. However, though, on the ensuing onside kick, Mishawaka recovered it before it covered 10 yards. Snyder took over, scored a touchdown, and put the game away. 41-27 the final. And also at the time for our Jay's Crunchers crunchy tackle of the game, and it came courtesy of Jack Coyer. That's three minutes to go in the first half. So Holbert in the shotgun formation. High snap. Inside fake. He will keep it. Runs to the outside left, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Good tackle there in the caveman secondary by strong safety Jack Troyer. And, of course, that is your Jay's crunching tackle of the game. Big thank you to Rossini Pizza. Carry out your proud to bring home on Lincoln Way East in Mishawaka, Foster Inner School. And Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips. Enjoy the crunching and great taste. Of Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips at a local convenience or grocery store. And let's take a look at the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard elsewhere in 5A. One game still in progress, and it is the barn burner. Valparaiso clinging to a 15 14 lead over Merrillville. 
That's about six minutes to go in regulation. The other two 5-8 games in the southern half of the draw have gone final. Whiteland has eliminated Plainfield tonight, 49-14. Next up for them will be Castle. They take down Bloomington South tonight, 31-14. In Class 6A, all the semi-state matchups are now set. Fort Wayne Carroll in a back-and-forth game holds off Lafayette Jeff, 21-20. Next up for them will be Hamilton Southeastern, the Royals defeating and shutting out the Westfield Shamrocks, 20 to nothing. Southern half of the draw, Indy Cathedral. Of course, based on their enrollment, they would be in 4A, but what a team they have. They get past Brownsburg tonight, 14-7. Next up for them will be Center Grove. And the running back named Micah Coyle, who ran for over 300 yards tonight as Center Grove gets past Warren Central, 42 to 32, so it'll be Cathedral and Center Grove in a semifinal next week. In Class 4A, New Prairie, it looks like for sure, is going to advance during the fourth quarter. They have a 55 nothing lead on Northridge, running clock in the fourth, so New Prairie will advance, and they are likely headed to Kokomo to face the Wildcats. Easy winners tonight over Columbia City, 42-13. to 13. Bottom half of the draw, Ron Colley. Formerly known as the Rebels, now they're known as the Royals, but still a solid program. They get past the New Palestine Dragons 20-7 to tonight. Next up for them will be East Central. They get past Evansville Memorial 35-21. to Things not looking so good for Knox, though, tonight. They are trailing big time to West Lafayette in the fourth quarter, 55-14. This is in Class 3A. Winner of that game will face Chittard. The Trojans get past Yorktown tonight, 42-14. Bottom half of the draw, Monrovia has advanced, getting by Owen Valley tonight, 26-21. They'll await the winner of Saturday's matchup between Lawrenceburg and Southridge. Class 2A entering the fourth quarter, Andran in control with Drake Boyle. The Notre Dame commitment, two interceptions on the night for the Fighting 59ers defensive back. They lead Lafayette Central Catholic in the fourth, 24-6. Winner of this game will take on Fort Wayne Bishop Lures. They got past Bluffton earlier tonight, 35-6. to Lynn Stockton looks like they'll advance in 2A. They have a commanding 53-24 lead on LaPel with about three minutes to go in regulation. Winner of that game will face Evansville Modern Day. They get past Triton Central, 35-28. to Finally in Class A, last check, fourth quarter. North Johnson San Pierre still in control against Park Tudor, 27-7. Winner of that game will take on the Flying Jets of Adams Central. They got past Carroll of Floritown, 35 to nothing. And for Adams Central, they have not made it to the state championship game since their one and only appearance in 2000 when they won the title in Class A over Attica that year. Bottom half of the draw, North Decatur gets past Sheridan, 29 to 14, and Indian Lutheran a winner over Providence, 49 to seven. Mishawaka season, unfortunately, fall, comes to an end tonight, 41-27 over Snyder. We'll be back to wrap it up after this final timeout. You are listening to Mishawaka Cayman football. 